It's about it's about as good as I could have done. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very much about as well as you could have done. Um, Thanks for believing in me. I believe in you. Welcome, hey. everyone, to the Something Something Podcast. Meow meow for all of uh, our cat friends out there. Yeah, meow meow. All the meow meows. We got a little meow meow down here on my feet. Yeah, a she's, big, a big meow meow. She's, but she's getting big. She's getting big. Right? Um, welcome, Bree. I'd say that that pussy is gargantuan. Uh, oh, and Blatant Raccoon. I don't remember who Blatant Raccoon is. I'm sorry. You're a loser, dude. <laughs> but we got more subs. Hey! <laughs> it's coming in. Woo! I almost, okay, all, in my defense, I'm not I'm not on here enough, but it's okay. Okay, hey, so before I finish this, <laughs> yeah, Russell made drinks, a Tom Collins. Our drinks today are Tom Collins. We're using the Empress Gin, which is a beautiful, pretty, pretty beautiful That's gin. so fucking good. As always, we, we drink on this podcast. Some would say too much. Oh, definitely too much. Though some would be my therapist. Oh, for sure. It's a very refreshing drink, But though. we don't need to talk about Craig. <laughs> Fuck Craig. Fuck 12. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, it is Miles Agrees. It's best gin. Dude, Miles, I've got a bunch of gin for you to come over and try, by the way. Good luck. Getting Miles to go but, anywhere. Uh, Good luck. Clayton Raccoon, hint, I used to live with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. Oh, the worst part is, well, I mean, that might have been Tobacco. Oh, it was Tobacco. I know who Blatant Raccoon is now. We're good. Congrats. What's up? All right. Oh, he finally figured it out. It did. Are you happy? Are you We're fulfilled? We're going to start off with the news. Ah, All nerd right. news. News nerd. for nerds. Nerds news? who listen to news. Yes, this is Anchorman with the news. Yes, quite. Quite Indeed. nerd news. Indubitably. Oh, yes. Um, so right off the bat, Henry Cavill uh, apparently committed to seven seasons of The Witcher. Wow. <laughs> and he is, like, there was, like, a seven-season, like, arc planned out that he was, like, yeah, and he's committed to follow through as long as Netflix doesn't cancel it before then mm. or ruin it. Like, mm. he's, he's the More likely the latter. Yeah. They'll ruin it first, which will lead to it being not canceled because it'll, it'll just be ruined. Um... <laughs> Yay! Right, but uh, yeah, that's. Have you seen the new season yet? Yeah, I have. A lot like the last. You can tell that Yennefer's shit is all made up because it's the weakest part of both Dude, seasons. I fast forwarded through so much of Yennefer shit. It, it's all made lie. up, like literally everything, pretty I much did, everything involving her. I feel like I didn't miss much of the story. I yeah, like with through all of her shit. just being as vague as possible, but just like everything about her whole arc in season two and basically all of her backstory in season one. None of that's from the books. It's all literally made up so that she can be a main character. Whoa. And it's a lot like Game of Thrones, you can tell. Like, And that's the thing. Like, I loved about half of it. Everything involving Geralt and Ciri, absolutely loved. Yeah, Miles is like, I liked some of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, You'll learn that that's the theme of this podcast, is I like some of it. Yeah, that's very much the theme of this podcast. <laughs> um, this one has to do with the movie we're talking about today. <gasps> not a spoiler, but because we all know that Willem Dafoe is back, and uh, how is that not a spoiler? That Willem Dafoe is back. Yeah, because we've known about that for almost a year and a half before the movie came out. Well, we didn't know it was his no, we, goblin. We, well, we we didn't true. know, but the trailers have revealed it at this point. Like once Sony puts it in a trailer, at that point, it's not a spoiler. True. Um, and so, but like, 
So he's he's back. He only returned. He only agreed to return if he was like not just a cameo and as long as he got to do all of his action scenes. And that's why like so like that's which is Dude, fantastic. The fight, the fight scenes we're, of this entire fucking movie are all are great. great. Oh yeah. Like, we're going to get to all of this first, shit. Oh my Hold on. God. Because this is I know. I put Damn. this in there dangerously, but I had to put it in there. Damn. Um Damn Willem Dafoe. So there's a trailer that I saw recently. You might have seen the trailer already, but I want to talk about this movie. Um, the Northman. It's a Viking movie starring Alexander Skarsgård as this like he's this like Viking kid, and is like his dad gets murdered by his like brother or something, and then his mom gets kidnapped by the same guy, and so he basically grows up with just revenge as Ooh. his whole motivation for growing up. To get revenge for his father, save his mother, and kill his uncle. So uh, this is like the this is like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the movie. In a way, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks good. Highly recommend checking that trailer out. Looks fantastic. I like Ale- Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, he was great. I liked him. He was a good Tarzan. He was Tarzan. Yeah, he did a live action Tarzan. I didn't give a shit about the live action Tarzan. Yeah, I, I he's in Samuel Jackson's in it. Uh, what, what's her, the fucking uh, Margot Robbie? She's in it. She's Jane. Probably still never gonna watch it's it. It's gotten it's more based on the books. It's got nothing to do with the Disney movies at all. That's fine. So I, was, I enjoyed the, it. I prefer the. I don't like to read, personally. I, you don't need to read. I'm not a reader. That's fair. Um, something that obviously is gonna make all of us very sad, but not really. Morbius was delayed until April. Oh. <laughs> I don't give a. You were fuck. very worried that I was gonna talk about Bob Saget oh. Oh. or Betty White. Oh. That, it's true. So, yeah, R.I.P. Betty White and Bob Saget. Sorry for those of you who are finding out just now. I hope your about house is Bob full Saget. Up there, brother. But, yeah, he passed away last night. Um, the entire bar kind of did, like, a drink to Bob Saget. That's appropriate. Um, right? Um, some, uh, some of these are more, more I want to wait for the next episode to talk about. Ooh. Delayed nerd <sighs> news. Um, right. Um. And then oh, I'm trying to think what else there was, but uh, yeah, no, and I agree. Blackhawk uh, said how the show Witcher it's great, it's a good adaptation, but some stuff just didn't need to happen. And I agree with that. Like I think my biggest Dude, some issue, stuff didn't need to happen is like the poster child for season two. Um, and like for me, I think really what it comes down to is Geralt starting to feel like a secondary side character in his own TV show. Yeah. Like, because, like, Yennefer, like, him and Siri, I would say, have almost equal screen time, but then, it's like, Yennefer has half the screen time, and then he has half of what's left of the screen time. And so, like, for someone who the show's about, he's got very, very little. Um, the monolith is to, are to bring monsters into the show. We're not, we're not rabbit-holing this, Hey, Miles. I, this is not a Witcher episode. Yep. We might do one. Bro, I'm not going to be here till 1 o'clock in the fucking morning, <laughs> Miles. <laughs> we might do a Witcher episode, but this is a Spider-Man episode. Uh, do you have anything? Any any nerd news? Anything you can think of? Nerd news. Trailers you've seen that looked interesting? Um, Channing uh, Tatum saves a dog. You do it. I really want to know. I want to like that movie, but I feel like that movie I'm going to get burnt out halfway through. Also, the trailer shows you basically everything that fucking happens. Right. It like, really does. How like, am I supposed to go through the trials and tribulations if I already see the fucking like, trial? Yeah, like, and that's that, that's the issue because like it's not one of those movies where like oh there's some big monster at the end that like is this, ah! like and so I think that's the, like the trailer definitely kind of gives you the like a summary of like their journey together. 
That's your fault, buddy. I'm killing it. Um, but it does. Like, it actually looks kind of good. I remember what it's called, but yeah, it's like Channing Tatum has to save a very aggressive dog. It's called Dog. Is it just called Dog? I'm pretty sure it's just called Dog. <laughs> I'm like um, I'm like ninety percent sure it's just called Dog. Each new Batman trailer has me less excited, and even you're starting to get less excited about was, the new Batman movie. When I I was at Miles's parents' house actually when that trailer <laughs> came out, and him and I were both like, "Dude, could be sick." And then, like, you <laughs> fucking ruined everything for me. <laughs> I can't enjoy anything anymore. And um, now I'm going to start having a home bar. I'm turning mm. into you. You're destroying me. Oh, my God. No, I know, Brie, but puppies. Uh, I honestly want to see it. Brie will go watch it. Um, But. I'll see the, it. Like, my issues. And this is the thing that I find ironic <laughs> as fuck. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but I want to go into depth on this. I didn't want to tangent this a little bit. You are going like, to tangent everything. Every, tangent well, everything. like, everyone's. Because like, everyone's always already acting like this is this is the greatest Batman movie ever made. Which is weird to me. Like, and not even because, like, I'm not excited about it weird, but, like, it's gotten more hype, I feel, than this Spider-Man movie had. Despite what we knew about this Spider-Man movie. People do like to see Robert Pattinson succeed. (laughs) And that's that's not a lie. Water for Elephants also had a lot of fucking hype, too. Um, but I think that's the last movie he did that had hype. Everything else, like, everything else had some hype, but after it came out. I feel like... Okay, so like that's the thing. Like, Water for Elephants didn't have hype till the movie released. That was a joke. We don't have to talk about Water for Elephants, man. <laughs> but it did. It had some excitement. But again, it was after the movie count or the one with him and Willem Dafoe, the Lighthouse. Oh, the Lighthouse. Another one. Before it came out, it was like that looks weird. After it came out, it was like, oh my god, they did an amazing it's job. Very weird, and they did a great. What I job think is hilarious that. though is every almost every picture of him in a different movie. That's like. This is why we think he'd be a good Bruce Wayne. I'm like, yeah, and in that movie, he looks more like Bruce Wayne than he does in this fucking movie. Like, there's been a couple movies. Okay, even his Bruce Wayne dialogue is like really low and mumbled. Yeah, like that's my issue. Is he's why very are you looking for me? He's Bruce emo. Wayne, he's emo Bruce Wayne, and I'm like, he's not. He looks like he's in like a My Chemical Romance video. That yeah. entire trailer. Like this isn't the like. And everyone's like, well, he's just starting out. I'm like, like yeah. Like, actually, but he's, he I still has see... the Playboy persona and, like, the philanthropy Yeah, I want to see a super cut of, <laughs> of the Batman trailer. But instead of any of the dialogue or music in the trailer, it's just I'm Not Okay by My Chemical Romance playing in the background. <laughs> and I bet you almost shot for shot, bro. That thing would be fantastic. Oh, probably. And, like, the Riddler outfit looks horrendous. The Have Riddler you seen the also picture of doesn't that? speak English or doesn't talk in coherent sentences, no. apparently. Well, it's because he's got a, a full-on, like, bodysuit mask. Like... They're trying to make, like, the Scarecrow cool. Well, and that's the weird thing. Like, yeah, his outfit looks more Scarecrow-y than yeah. Riddler-y. And, like, it, it looks like a, like a reoccurring serial killer on, like, Law & Order. With just a white question mark spray-painted on it once. And that that's it. And people are like... And what makes me laugh is every time I, 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 either I or anyone, like, I've seen point out, like, it looks dumb, the immediate, like, response online is, what, do you want Jim Carrey's bodysuit back? And I'm like, no, no, we don't no, want that either. I don't want his cane we, we either. We want the, we want just, like, this a suit. It can just be, like, a green suit that has, like, a couple question marks on it. The Harley Quinn animated TV show. I like there that Riddler. Yeah. I like that Riddler. I'm, or every piece of fan art that has Neil Patrick Harris as the Riddler. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I'd rather see him in the Riddler than another fucking well, Matrix movie. Well, here's the thing. Like, because the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, the new actor for the Riddler, I actually, like, when they announced, I don't remember what his name is, but, like, having seen him and stuff, like, yeah. Did you know what he's been in? Like, he uh, off the top the of my up. head. You you look it up later. But, like, You're the, the actor, Googler, bro. You got the phone. I am the Googler. Um, 
like he i was stoked for when they announced like he was one of the few casting choices that had me actually stoked hmm. um i just typed in riddler <laughs> <laughs> that's not what the movie's called lol omg oh, my drink's gone i keep reaching for it right um I think it's funny that there's an actress in the top billing mm-hmm. who is the Iceberg Lounge hostess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It's like actual actor, actual like actual actor, actual actor, and then like supermodel in a bikini, which is the Iceberg Lounge hostess, and then like immediately after her are like the main villain cast. <laughs> Maybe she um, makes a lasting impression in the movie. You don't know. Um, I, it's fucking hilarious. I'm trying to find him. There he is. Okay. So Paul Dano. He is. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the Riddler. Fucking. What was that fucking movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and, um, Terrence Howard and fucking. The Guilty? No. Uh, Hugh Jackman about his kids getting kidnapped. Oh, is he in that too? Yeah. He's like the, he's the guy that like. Prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah. Damn, he was good in that movie. I'm okay. Actually, that might have given me a little like, bit more hype. Well, thing I was stoked, like knowing that like, I was stoked from his actor, but um, then but then everything they're doing, it's weird because it feels like they're not playing to like his strengths. Isn't like when they got him, I was like, we're gonna get full blown comic book Riddler because he could play like like actually accurate comic Riddler. Mm-hmm. And they're going in such a very different direction. Like, it's weird when like you're like perfect casting and then they just take the character completely hey, away leave it to from DC. why they were perfect. Leave it to DC Not to even ruin D- a movie. Warner Brothers. No, th- that's what I mean, I guess. Right. That's like when it's, I blame well, Marvel for something, I'm actually blaming Disney. No, because Marvel is its own studio. DC is not. Yeah, but like how influenced is it though? I think that I why well, honestly I would say that DC is much more influenced by Warner oh, Brothers. I would assume. Because yeah. Marvel had its own film studio, which is like it adds a layer. It's still being run. Kevin Feige was doing it from the beginning, right? Yeah. So it, there is like a, an extra layer in between, like Kevin, like Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige over the MCU and Disney. Like there is like an added layer there. This man just defended Marvel. Um, yeah. I want that on the record. I will. Especially I bl- since I blame, we're talking about this movie. Like I think the the Disney influence I fucking is there. Hated the Spider Man movie, by the way. Oh yeah. This is the worst one they've ever made. <laughs> fucking worse than Spider Man Three. Bro, I would rather watch. I, w- I wish Topher Grace was in this movie because he would have made it better. That would have actually been hilarious. If though. he would have shown up as Venom again, <laughs> have him as the Venom post credit scene. Um, but yeah, and so wait, so it's not the seventies, right? <laughs> Fucking. Um, but like, honestly, I think the the only good thing about this movie is going to be Catwoman. Like, I did like Selena. Yeah. yeah, like what I've seen of her seems great, but like outside of that, like it seems like they're doing what Gotham did, which I hated, which is this whole like. We're all kids, though. Well, not no, not that. Just, like, this, like, Court of Owls heavily involved with his parents' death. Like, it's not just a random mugging. It's some deep, secret organization that oh, they were yeah. probably involved with. Because the thing, like, that's everything in this trailer is how, like, he was been lied to all his life about what his parents' death really was about and all this bullshit. That's true. And that, that fundamentally weakens Batman as a character. And so... Like, the fact that I think... And this is the thing. Not, my issues with Robert Pattinson have never had to do with him as an actor. I think he would have been an amazing Dick Grayson. I think him... Oh, as, dude. If he was Ben Affleck's Nightwing, that would have been the... Per- and you could actually... Even with the look he has now, you could give him, like, the Arkham City Nightwing look. Because he's got the exact haircut. 
straight up out of that. He's got the right build for it. He's a bit like, it's, I laughed because I saw someone that was telling me how like he's the same size as fucking Christian Bale is in The Dark Knight. I'm like, no, he's not. He's way smaller. Yeah, he's thin. like, he's way thin. I'm like, the thing is, they're like, well, I'm like, look at, I'm like, he is heavier in Batman Begins. Like, well, he's, but like, but Christian Bale's lighter in The Dark Knight. I'm like, he's the same weight, and then he's actually heaviest in the third movie. It's just the suit gets slimmer. And that the only reason that in the Batman outfit, the two of them, you could make the argument they look the same size, is Bat, uh, Robert Pattinson's suit adds about five layers of armor. And Christian Bale's is, like, just barely covering his body, like, thickness-wise. And that was another thing that kind of bothered me a little bit, is the fact that he's just wearing, like... Yeah, there was like a scene where he walks in. He's like, just tanking two guns, just shooting machine guns at him, and he's just at like, point blank, and he's just walking through it. I'm like, that's not that's not what Batman is as a character. He's yeah. he would be dodged like for the longest time. The only body armor he had was the yellow symbol on his chest. And I'm not saying go that far back, but like even like in the Arkham games, you don't get like that level of tanky armor until the final Arkham City, where it's literally a one man army going to war, and that's when he's like, all right, I finally I need to I need to sacrifice mobility for armor. At this point. Like, fuck, the Dark Knight even goes the opposite route. It's, I need more mobility. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, you're going to lose your tankiness a bit, so you're going to have to, like, really steer into your mobility. And, like, it's just, it's, fuck, it's video game statistic trade-off. Yeah. And so, like, to have him, though, just right out the gate, like, you I'm going to just... You only have so many skill points. Right? And he put <laughs> all of his in defense. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Like... I will give them props. I think he's over the top a little bit, but I will give them props for making Colin Farrell completely unrecognizable as the Penguin. What? That's Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'll give them mad props for what getting it for like okay. completely changing him as a human being. Tight. Good for um, good for them. Uh, but. Awesome. Uh, Oh, also, and you even got a little bit excited watching this trailer. Sonic 2 actually looks fucking great. Dude, Sonic 2 looks fucking tight. You need to see the first one now. I do. I feel so bad that I've been, I'm so far behind. Because, like, the first one, I actually, I watched the first one in theaters because I was like, you guys spent the money to fix Sonic. I'm going to, I have to support this. What's the actor's name that's, like, the live actor? He's, like, the human guy that's Sonic's buddy. Oh, like Cyclops he, from X-Men? He does a shitload of movies where he's just, like, friends with animated creatures, dude. This one, actually, though, this one, like, what Sonic, what impressed me the most about the first Sonic movie, it does oh, a really good job. Oh, my God, it is Cyclops. So it does a very good job balancing, wow. though. Because, like, you know how a lot of times, like, these types of movies, it's like the, the first Transformers, right? Like, all the robots take a backseat to Shia LaBeouf. Like, he's the main character in the Transformers movie. Sure. And they're all secondary characters. This does a really good job of not making that mistake. Like, the first Sonic, it's about Sonic. Like, the live-action people are secondary characters. They're there to support him. Good. And the movie is better for it. Like, Bro, I'm just excited to see Tails and Knuckles. Yeah. So. Also, I'm waiting for that fucking goth Shadow the Hedgehog movie to come out. <laughs> oh, what was it? There's, the, there's, like, there's, already, like there's already hope. So because Idris Elba is Knuckles, there's everyone's like, we need to get Keanu Reeves as the voice of Shadow. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> how amazing would that be? I'm I'm so for it. That right? would be amazing. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, I guess it's uh, it's time to jump into the movie and let's talk about Matrix Four. All right, Matrix uh, Resurrection. Just kidding. No, On a we're scale doing Spider Man. One out of ten. <laughs> 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 right. But yeah, no, we're doing we're doing Spider Man No Way Damn. Home. Hopefully, y'all have seen it because uh, um, as always, we're going deep. Bro. We will. Um, 
for those of you who are listening to this on another platform, we do have a spoiler-free review on our channel. So that will that will be up when this is mm-hmm. actually uploaded. Oh, same, speaking of nerdy news, idea. we got to do some of our own news. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about the movie yet. How, um, how far are we? <laughs> I'm never telling you that stuff. But uh, I gave uh, I did give my partner here some anxiety because uh, I upgraded us a bit. I don't know why you had to phrase it like that. I gave my partner anxiety. My life partner. <laughs> I, I told him that we needed to have a talk, <laughs> and then I went radio silent for an hour. <laughs> no, but uh, we are now on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, so Whoa. you can. So now we're basically we're in four places. If you want to be part of this live, as always, so for anyone on other platforms listening in for the first time, if you want to be part of this live, our channel on YouTube, the Something Something Podcast. Um, that's. Where we're, we're uploading, that's where we want to be going live in the near future. Mm-hmm. For now, we are on my Twitch channel, which is Viking Pirate Rolo. So just twitch.tv slash Viking Pirate Rolo. But in the meantime, or but now we have upgraded so you can listen to us. So if, you, if you're like, hey, I love listening to you guys. I don't care about seeing the cool fire you've got going on. <laughs> um, just want to listen to you. I know, I know YouTube can be a hassle, like... To have us basically take over your phone for two and a half hours because you don't, because none of us pay for YouTube because fuck that noise. Austin does. We're now on, except for Austin. Except for Love Austin. you. Except for Austin. Um, we are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can just listen to us wherever you are. Um, down the road, we might have our video ones also on Spotify. Who knows? Yeah. We're we're in a wait list for we're that because it's still kind of a beta thing. So, um, but yeah, so we'll have our audio on both. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that's kind of one of our big. News. Also, with all of your guys' subs today, we might actually be past. past I'm pretty goal. sure we can hit payout now. So I bet the next um, one's gonna be on YouTube. No, it won't. Uh, I want us to actually Damn like m- what I promised initially, and I want to stick to is we will be on Twitch for the next month. Okay. So I want to stay here to kind of make sure everyone's getting. Cause they're paying in advance. I want to make sure everyone gets the full month no, of, of all the benefits guy. and shit. But like, please, all of you, turn off your rebill. <laughs> please, all of you, turn off your rebill. Um, and then if we decide over the next few weeks, we want to stay on and, and stream it live here on Twitch, mm-hmm. um, then I'll let you guys know. Um, uh, but otherwise in about a month, we might be fully live on YouTube exclusively. So that was the, the initial plan. Waiting for that YouTube red um, deal, baby. Right. And who knows? Maybe we'll even look into like adding simulcast as a feature and just doing it on both or all three. Um, I don't, I don't know. This is just, you know, but I just want to keep it in the loop on that milestone. But yeah, so our last episode about the Eternals is on Spotify and Apple podcast right now. You can find us on there. Um, dog shit. Oh, it is. It was a dog shit shit movie. movie. But yeah, so this one, this one will be on there. Or for those of you listening, obviously it is on there. So. Whoa, holy shit. The future. The future. We're in the the future. What's the future like? Tell us, please. For the love of God. Um, How the, many more the name is the same on everything. It's the something something podcast. Um, so if you can't find it, it's probably because we're that baby. If you go on my yeah, Instagram so page, um, I've got the the link tree uh, link up at the top. I already have it uploaded in there. Is so your you OnlyFans on your link tree too? Always our OnlyFans. <laughs> every time you see a link tree, our you're OnlyFans. Like, there's an only you know, there's something in your, there's roofies in your drink every time we do this. And it's our OnlyFans after this podcast. That's why I'm always late to work on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the link I do have the link tree up on my Instagram, um, and uh, it's already got the the link to the Spotify and the Apple Podcast. So those are in there. So if you want to just hop in, add it, so you've got it. You get the new episodes, new updates. Because yeah, we are right now almost impossible to find. 
because we're literally that thing has been up for like four hours so the searches are not are not there yet brand spanking new baby. yeah very very brand spanking new so that's there and then if you know anyone looks for podcast recommendations you know have podcast app links you can send them over so spread us around or don't if you don't want your friends to listen to this <laughs> Or do even if you yeah if you ever if you ever just want to lose a friend just send them our podcast yeah if you've got an annoying guy that still has your number just send him just keep replying to all of his hey baby yeah, what's Becca, up text. Becca found it she's adding us on Spotify hey I did too so same I looked at it and I got us on do Apple that immediately in fact I had if to you look at my little little Apple podcast widget it's our it's our podcast right there aww so cute so bam wow wow. Wow. All right, that means we can jump in now. Cool, Spider Man, fucking great movie. Oh my god, I was holy amazing. shit. I I need to see it a third time now because like the so I, you can I, see the little the Spidey sense. I want to see the Spidey sense when he gets kicked out of his body. Um, God, that movie is just beautiful. Becca's already put us on our dating profile for like the Spotify recommendation. It's our hey. app. it's our star. You know Beautiful. what? If that's how we get popular, is just people matching. Oh my god, with Becco on the fucking just on Tinder and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Just, just random dudes. Check just, us. just random dudes. Make sure that your ever... settings are that men and women can find you. No, so that... Becca, if somebody actually is like, "Wow, I checked out your Spotify recommendation," make sure they tell us in chat. That would be fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to meet that person. Um. Oh, fucking same. Uh, I I don't know about Nick, but I will admit, yeah, I cried. Um, oh, dude, I saw like almost every almost every Andrew Garfield scene had me just oh. in tears. Like, wait, are you crying because you're sad or crying because I cried because I was sad and happy? Yeah, oh, times. it's very, it's very, it's sad and happy. It's sappy. It's sappy tears. It's a real sappy all the sappy movie, tears. Dude. Um, like, I mean, if you could like chef kiss fan service, yes. And this, this movie is actually is a chef kiss this is something I'm going to talk we're going to talk about a lot especially in the next um in the, our next episode because we are doing the Matrix next. <sighs> this I love that this movie and Matrix came out a week apart because one is a prime example of how to do fan service and right and one is how to do it as a dumpster fire. Yeah, that's to, our foreshadowing. That's our foreshadowing for how we feel about the Matrix next week guys. The franchise was already burnt in ash and then you pissed on it again. Mhm. Um, oh, completely yeah. agree though. Like Doc, Doc Ock. Well, and, uh, the thing a lot of people forget about Doc Ock is he was redeemed in his own movie, so he might go back and die anyway. So was Sandman <laughs> though, right? Yes. So that's like Sandman Sandman's was... fine. He just doesn't have sand powers now. Like Sandman was more of like a byproduct of everything. Cause that's why, like throughout the whole movie, Sandman didn't give a fuck. He just wanted to get back to his daughter. Yeah. Like he was never even really a villain in this. No. Um, and so like. Yeah, they, they grabbed him right before he was redeemed, and then he dies. So, like, honestly, out of everyone, Doc Ock's the only one who's going to go back to just die. Regardless. Because he gets redeemed and then sacrifices himself. So he's going to be like, I'm back. Oh, I'm back. shit. Oh, shit. This oh, isn't reversible. Oh, no. Fuck. Oh, I'm I'm still dead. He'll, be like, he'll look over and be like, what um, the fuck, Peter? Well, and Sam, that, that's why Sandman was bipolar. Because Sandman has one constant motivation, which is that... He, he just was, gives a fuck about his daughter. He it. will go full villain or full hero in the name of saving his daughter. So, like, his bipolarness was basically based on... What's going to get me to my daughter faster? Yeah. So, once it was very clear that, like, everyone who might... Like, once all the villains kind of teamed up with, we don't want to go back, 
that's where he was like, yeah, fuck your whole plan to save them. Just, I'll kill all of you to get that box and send myself home. Like, that was that was where the bipolar is. Also, speaking of, this is another, like, trivia, which is on this movie. I don't know if you notice. I noticed this a lot more the second time, and I think part of it's knowing this information. Mm-hmm. Sandman and Lizard, once they all switched back to human, had a lot of zero, absolutely zero dialogue, and their reactions almost seemed unnatural. Yeah, well, like, this, he, it's all recycled he did was footage. His... What, really? So, clearly, for whatever reason, um, they could only get the actors back for voice work, which I think is why what? Sandman especially was in sand form the entire film. Oh, wow. Because he, because remember, he can go back to normal yeah, by himself. Like, yeah, like he didn't need to cure unless he, I guess, really wanted to have sex. Because, um, you know. <laughs> don't, dude. You don't have to explain. Please don't. Hey, get some pearls. Please don't. <laughs> oh but, but no, like, I was going to go with, like, the whole, because, like, you know, when he goes to, like, shake his hand and it just shatters. Yeah, and he's like, like presuming that's a thing when he's in human form, like, you have that. But, like, he normally could switch back but i'm guessing that because of just when this was filmed and stuff <laughs> miles i love you what do you say it's like uh, let's not talk about fucking sand which made me go yeah you're right it is pretty rough and coarse and it just gets everywhere jesus. um <laughs> but uh and becca's now picturing sand in places jesus um, help me please but, but no me. like i'm guessing that there was just scheduling conflicts and so like they could only use them for voice work because it is still the original actors doing the voices. Yeah, you could say and, and so, but, like, you literally... So, both of those transformations, um, one is just... Like, the Lizards is just straight up a transformation scene straight up out of Amazing Spider-Man. And Sandman's transformation is actually when he gets turned into sand and washed away. Yeah, because he's... Yeah, because like, that's... I noticed that. After they the fight same... in the... When they fight in the subway, and he, like, rinses him out with water and he, like, degrades into sand. It's just that Yeah, backwards. Toby, like, black suit yeah. fucks him yeah. up. Yeah, it's literally... Dude. It's that moment, just they played it in reverse. Also, I love all the Spider-Man suits in this. Stealth suit spider, dude. I love you mean inside out suit spider? It looked like stealth suit, though, is what well, I, I know. Mean, I but like, yeah, but it's yeah. literally just... It's just inside out. I yeah, thought I it was hilarious. Somebody actually guessed that early on. So I saw this one post because there was like one page I was following. They were doing like weekly Spider-Man rewatches for anyone who wanted to join in and shit. So they did like the original trilogy, then the amazing ones, and then this one. And when they were on Homecoming, one person was like, when they pull the suit inside out to like work, to have Ned hack it for him. um, Someone's like, hey, that looks a lot like the magic suit in... The trailer for the is that all that you guys did? Is it just that suit inside out? Sure enough, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like an awesome, like, yeah, some there's one dude randomly who figured that out just because he happened to rewatch the movie in like the two Whoa. weeks leading up to this. Whoa. Um, but yeah, so that's that's why, the like, their like their transformations at the end are a little bit awkward and weird is because they just reused footage and they made sure there was no dialogue at all. Um, because it's the scene where Toby says, hey, you're amazing. So cute. Also, on the you're nose, amazing. meta Say stuff. It. Because he was the amazing Spider-Man yeah, of the yeah, three yeah. of them. Which, which, again, I thought was it was great. It was done well. It's not like, you know, having a cat named Deja Vu. Um, they're going to get a lot of this comparison bullshit. Don't, please don't. Oh, that was Tom Collins. It's so good. It was, um, it was delicious. And so, also, the apparently the whole where when Andrew grabs them both and says, I love you, uh, he improv that. And they kept it in. 
Thanks. Which makes sense because that scene, like, I enjoyed it, but that did feel slightly awkward. Like it was like, oh shit, like it didn't feel quite planned. Yeah, it was in a way. It, it, well, you can see it on the on like Toby and yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> uh, th- thanks, thanks, man. thanks, thanks, man. Yeah, I think the I think their reactions were like what actually happened. It's kind of like the scene in the office when Michael kisses Oscar. Oh yeah. No, like that wasn't planned. So everyone's reactions during that scene is genuine. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, Becca, you're getting ahead. <laughs> She's geeking out about all the end stuff. <laughs> what are the Avengers? Are you in a band? <laughs> you I in love, a band? I also love the purity Wait, of like. Ahead. We were just talking about end stuff. Well, I know, but like, she's half the reason why. Not only half though. The rest oh, of it's shit, on us. Tangents. We're, but, like, we're the I know. tangent we are twins, the tangent. dude. Um, but like, and I love Toby's just like, just innocent excitement of just like, he's like, I mean, the Avengers, oh, that's awesome. Like he has no, what fucking, are those? he's like just a parent who's like kid came home and is just excited about something. And the parent has no idea what that, like, I just caught a whatever. They're like, I don't know what that is. Great. That's awesome. And they're like, you don't, you don't, you don't know what a Pikachu is. Do you, I have no idea, but you're excited. I'm excited because yeah. you're excited. Like, and then he yells, how does that help us? <laughs> I wonder if he channeled his inner yelling at paparazzi right? to perform yeah. that. Because it seems real angry. I think it was his inner yelling at MJ, really. is The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the look, like, the instant look when Spider-Man's like, when, when Tom Holland. <laughs> when Peter Parker. We're doing it now, right? When Peter, yeah. Peter Parker, that, that's still all of us. That's all of us. <laughs> um, but, uh. When, when Tom Holland's like, my aunt died, you have no idea what that's like. The instant look on Andrew Garfield's face. Like, it's an immediate just, like, it was, I honestly, oh. I, I teared up the first time I saw his face. I'm like, it's, it's like I'm watching Gwen die all over again right fucking now. Like, think that, like, I swear, if you did a side-by-side of his face, like, when she dies, and then, like, it'd be the exact same face. Like, literally, like, this dude. The redemption. Oh, 100% the redemption. And even in the redemption, like, you can see he's like, oh, my God, I saved you. But also, like, like why it, like, couldn't it this have been is, Gwen? This is why, exactly. This is why he's always been my favorite Spider-Man. Like, yes, he has weaker films. But he is fantastic in those movies. And, like, as an actor, he is phenomenal. Because, like. With zero dialogue at all, like when he catches her, you see both like the relief that I I didn't fail again, but also just the hurt at yeah, like, he's, like smile I, crying. I still failed. Like he's a phenomenal actor. Like you get every single like range of everything that his character is going through. I am through. an Andrew Garfield fan. Like, yeah, he has been my favorite Spider Man since I saw his movies, and he's been that way ever since. Like I do hope that like the rumors that Sony wants to have him be their Spider Man again, I hope that that's true. Please. Um, I want it. Also, I'm pretty sure that Ned's grandma was meant to be like the audience, just because of like her reactions as each Spider-Man showed up. I was like, "You're you're just the audience." Oh, that was a great scene, though. It is, and Andrew, like, even like in full Spider-Man getup, Andrew, like with his body, he is so full. Like, he is the most expressive. Like, just even when like he's the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, like uh big eyes. Uh huh. And like, well, and just like the way, like he uses, like he's probably the one that needs to take his mask off the least because he doesn't need it off to act. Like he can act well, with just his dude, whole fucking body. Like, the way they did everybody's suits, though, you could tell, dude. I was so psyched to see the old Spider-Man suit back, real thick, like web lines, 
like I was stoked for his, I was stoked for his suit because like the way his like his suit looks, like the the like the wet almost texture to it and stuff. I always loved like that was always like one of my favorite like that was always my favorite suit. Dude, just. I just want an entire movie that's just those three Spider-Mans talking to each other. I would love that. Because that dialogue was some of the most genuine dialogue I feel like I've seen in movies apparently, in the last, like, two years. Apparently the three of them have, like, a group <laughs> chat. They just talk to each other. just, like, just for the three Spider-Men to fucking talk to each other. What? That's yep. so cool. It's like, ah, oh, jealous. <laughs> I want to be, now I gotta be Spider-Man in a movie so I can get invited. Right, to just to be chat. invited to the group chat? Because you know that's what would happen. Um... And so, yeah, so right off the bat, like, it starts out exactly where the last one ends. Like, the yeah. one thing I've told everybody is make sure you've seen the last one before seeing this movie. Um, honestly, you kind of need to watch. You kind of, it's like there was that one meme. You kind of do need to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 1, 2 before you go see 3. <laughs> um, to get the full effect. <laughs> but, um, really but even... I've even I've been asked like, do you need to watch Into the Spider Verse? Like, no, 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 you don't need to watch the animated one that that doesn't play in here at all. But you should. I mean, yeah, you should. It's, it's a, a good great movie. Great movie. It is, but it does not play into this Spider Verse in any uh, way, shape, or form. It kind of does a little bit. It, that that well, you're I, from Queens. I mean, that's just the that's just a Miles Morales tease. Yeah, which I'm so stoked for. Please. I am, but like, give me like a Miles Morales with Andrew Garfield. I Spider-Man. kind of. And that's the thing. I feel like the problem is that Tom Holland is still too young for that. Like, no, no, give, put, his, do it in Sony. His Spider-Man. Do it in Sony. Do it with Andrew Garfield if he becomes Sony Spider-Man. Because Andrew Garfield is also the one that had that conversation. I, would, I think, yeah, I think if, if we got, if we got one, um, if you got one Andrew Garfield movie, and then like the next one. Start like introduces Miles Morales, and then and you kind of get like a passing of the torch, kind of like the way the games are doing it right now. Where mm-hmm. like, and you have that, I would be a hundred percent about that. Oh, yeah. But I think he does deserve one more solo film, oh, so dude. that he gets his own trilogy. Like, he should fight. He an does alien. deserve an amazing Spider-Man trilogy. He should fight an alien. Yeah, Venom. <gasps> well, Tom Hardy's Venom, because that Venom might go back and hunt a Spider-Man now because. Why else? Because, like, that's the thing, is why else bring him into this? We know there's a Spider-Man in the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... You want to know... So, actually, this train of thought now is why I actually really want to see Morbius. Not because I think it's going to be a good movie. I but because... Good. <laughs> like, based on Morbius and how Venom 2's post credit scene was, I expected something very different with how everyone was getting pulled into this. And I expected more permanent staying. Because in Morbius, especially, one, there was a Spider-Man poster with Murderer written across it mm-hmm. in the background, which heavily implies the second does, movie, does, yeah. but obviously that didn't happen. That's Tom Holland's Spider-Man, at least. Um, or at least that story arc, right? Presumably. Like, we don't know. Well, because, like, the issue is that the poster is actually, it's the to- it's the Tobey Maguire suit. And the pose, the picture is actually from the amaz- the Spider-Man video game, the PS4 video game. It's one of the load screens. But in the Tobe Maguire suit. That's what the poster is. So we have no idea what the Spider-Man is for that verse at all. Like, I think that that's like an intentional, like, misdirect type of a thing. So you have that, oh, Becca, we're going to get to that. We're 100% going to get to that. Girl, don't even worry about it. No, I'm going to tell you too. Um, and so, so in, in the in the first, very first trailer, Miles, the that we where we see that poster, it's a... Uh, it's not, yeah, it's it's Tobey Maguire's suit on the video game Spider-Man. 
Um, but it has murderer written across it, which is why we all thought that's probably in, um, yeah. And so this is, this is, and this is what I think I set up. Cause he said that he remembers how, like he talked about, he stopped pulling his punches. Mm-hmm. And so like this, this definitely opens the door for him to be the Sony Spider-Man. And this yeah. might be a plan that they have and that they were actually going into. Like, we don't know. And this is why I'm curious to see Morbius. But the other big reason why we all thought this was getting locked in the MCU is Vulture. Yeah. Is they brought the actor back yeah, to be him. his character. Like that's we know like that's the character's name and shit. So like I I very, very much want to see Morbius to see how it fits into everything. Because yeah. we know Venom is canon in that universe, because he mentioned like they only not only do they drop the the event in San Diego, but then Morbius straight up name drops Venom. Yeah. So we know Venom's I in there. We know there's a Spider Man. Um something that Becco brought up. Bring Emma Stone back for Spider Gwen, and do do a crossover with Andrew Garfield, and do like a live action Spider Verse. You could bring Miles Morales in that way, and bring in Emma Get Stone back John as Spider Gwen. Voice a pig. <laughs> How great would that fucking be, though? Nick Cage, dude, back. I would very much love if like him fighting an alien involves and a spider girl from because like here's the thing too you could do it so easy because like of the three he was the most excited about the spider-verse mm-hmm. and he went the full like if anyone in a world without magic is going to find a multiverse it's going to be him because now he knows all the scientific stuff that he's very mentally involved because in. of the three he's hands down the smartest sure. like we see that in his movies we see a lot more application of science and shit from That's him true. than the other ones like we do see it a bit with toby uh, with uh, tom in the second movie um but a lot of that not comes even on the from level of like even just his first yeah. movie, the Amazing Spider-Man. When he... It's not Ned does everything for him, yeah. or like Ned and Tony Stark do most of the work for him in the first one, mm-hmm. and the second one he does it a bit more, but it's still kind of using what Iron Man laid the groundwork for. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like the second he walks in, like the second that he's in an alternate dimension, he immediately oh yeah this this and this these are all the scientific theories that are real. Obviously this is like, and so see him start digging into a multiverse on his side of things and maybe he's you know wanting to get answers so he's trying to find a way back to the tom holland one and he accidentally finds one where gwen's not dead but she instead got bit by the spider Hmm. how amazing like no pun intended but how amazing would that fucking be like i'd love that and so right now that's the big theory and actually that's one of the big theories behind the delay of morbius because to push a completed movie three to four months some reshoots that's that's enough time to reshoot a spider-man that's enough time to shoot a spider-man cameo if you really wanted to like it's all theory like nothing about this is definite like temper your expectations but i very much want to see morbius because i'm like cur- i'm just extremely curious how that's going to play into everything honestly like i was just happy to see a good marvel movie in this phase yeah this is i think the only good one in this phase so far I mean, like, Hawkeye was pretty good. Hawkeye was good, but it's not a movie. Not a movie. Uh, yeah, highly recommend Hawkeye, I think. And Hawkeye and this movie take place during the same time. We, we saw him swing over Rockefeller Center at mm-hmm. the end, which is... So this happened shortly before. Um, another fun crossover that Hawkeye and this have is confirmation of uh, at least two Netflix characters in the MCU. Kingpin so, and Daredevil. I was, that was so the second, fucking the, so the second, I love that they even start off with the, with just the walking stick. 
And it's and I knew immediately. I was like, oh my god, it's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And I knew immediately. And I love that they went that way because it's one hundred percent one of those things where it's like they just did this to like, like they did they did it that way on purpose to tease like all the real fans are gonna know first before everyone else sees who it is. And um, I, so I saw this movie for the first time on opening weekend. Same. Full theater. Um, <coughs> oh, oh, what's up my throat? Uh-huh. Um, and when that stick hit the ground, you could hear like not everybody, but a good bit of the theater go. <gasps> yep. Like same. <laughs> fucking hundred percent same. I grabbed my chest, dude, and Cole was with me, and I was like, Cole, Cole, oh my god, Cole. And so, and and for me, like. I went into this movie hoping we get confirmation of Daredevil mm-hmm. because I was already caught up on Hawkeye and Hawkeye did the reveal first. Yeah. So Hawkeye revealed Kingpin first. Also, you want to know something amazing that has me even more loving Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin? So you know how it was a little bit almost weird that he had like the tropical shirt under the white? That's straight out of a comic book. Not only is that straight out of a comic book, that is the cover of a comic book that he has as the like main poster behind his computer or like as his computer artwork has had that up forever and he when they brought him back was like hey can we put that outfit on that's one of just my my favorite kingpin outfits from the comics so he's the like literally the reason for that is what a fucking is G. just because what he's, a G, he is that dude. much of a comic fan of that's his great. character kingpin that that's where that came from um and so, yeah, seeing him, I'm stoked. Like, and honestly, this confirmation has my mind. I'm trying to temper my own mind, but like, I can't like for the Echo series because Echo is getting her own series. Mm-hmm. I 100% think Kingpin and Daredevil are going to be in that series. Dude, I hope. I hope Foggy's back. Uh, you probably if it's not like a Daredevil you know who series. I also have mad respect for. Uh, the actor who plays the Punisher. Oh, the guy whose name I can never pronounce. John Berthold. John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah. So he has said he wants to come back. He wants to reprise his role as the Punisher if he doesn't have to tone him down. So he only wants to be back as long as... Well, even if it's PG-13, just so long as he doesn't have to tone... Or like borderline PG-13 R-rated. Just basically his rule was just that I don't want to have to play... A kid version of this character. Like, I want to be able yeah. to keep playing the character with the kid gloves off, kind of a thing. So, like, he's one hundred percent like you. If they ask, he will answer the call, just as long as they aren't toning him down. And I'm like, that's fucking. Really act, that's a level of integrity Punisher. that I'm stoked for. Dude, a real so, brutal Punisher in the MCU. Also, um, so the main the main chick with the blue hair in the Matrix. Yeah, she is from Iron Fist. She seemed familiar, yeah. The, she actually was offered a role in Shang-Chi. So she basically got to choose Shang-Chi or Matrix 4. She really kind of had two horrible choices of movies to make. She, sure. The reason that she chose The Matrix is because she still has hope that she will get to reprise her Iron Fist character. And so it was kind of like, if I play a main character in a different Marvel movie, really then that will out. kill it. Mm-hmm. And so, to kind of, like, especially with other... Now that the Netflix characters have started dipping their toes in the water... I want to see Luke Cage, bro. I would love to see him back. I That's... That would be one I would love to see back. Um, 
I now want the Iron Fist actor recast. I used to be on his side because I think the biggest problem with that show was the writing and the fact that the people who wrote that show are the ones that did the Inhumans, which was a monstrosity oh, of yeah. a single season. Um, but learning that the reason his fight scenes were so bad is not because he wasn't given enough time to train, but because he, he like refused. Yeah. He just refused to practice and work on it and train any yeah. of it. I'm like, now I want him out. I'm like, cool. Like I want someone who's going to actually give this their all. Not someone who's going to half-ass the job. Cause like, he's a good actor. Like he was in game of Thrones. He was great in game of Thrones, but if he's not going to actually put effort into like the Kung Fu side of it, cause it's an issue when daredevil is a better martial artist than the, the iron, iron fist. fist yeah. Um, I want like Jessica Devil's fight scenes, dude. Oh like, my god. I want so Jessica good. Jones back as an actress, but season two really killed all love for that character for yeah, me. I wasn't. I actually I, didn't I still haven't finish. seen season three because I, season two was season three of Jessica Jones. Season two was so bad I never went and saw the third season. I didn't even know there was one. Yeah. I didn't finish season two. Yeah, it was bad. I just it, was like Well, there's no villain after the first like three episodes. And they so, did add Luke Cage though too. No, Luke Cage still has... because like Luke Cage, there's a new villain. Yeah, like they, they, he actually has villains, whereas the main villain for Jessica Jones season two, once you find out it's her mom, there is no more villain. There's nothing behind that. It's just a bunch of people who all think they're bad. Like everyone thinks each other is bad, and that's it. I thought it was Kilgore. I guess I did not make it that far into the season. That's season one. Oh my god! Kilgrave? I never finished season one. <laughs> yeah, because in season two you find out there's oh. somebody else who's got her similar powers. That's like murdering people and stealing shit. And it basically you find out that her mom was just like kidnapped and locked in a box and has the same powers. And oh. so then once she finds out that like the main villain, the super powered murderer person, is just her mom, it turns out and then you find out like shit's happened and it's really just her mom trying to get out of this like dude who's like kind of keeping her under control, but not keeping her under control. It's just that she's half insane from brain damage from the mm -hmm. car accident mm -hmm. with superpowers. So it's just it's just essentially a mentally like not stable person who has super strength hmm. so people are gonna die and so like after a few episodes there is no more villain like no kilgrave's a villain like kilgrave's a great villain and he's a villain through the entire fret for like because yeah it's david yeah. tennant I he's didn't finish season one i guess yeah season one i actually loved but yeah it's it's kind of it's like black widow but even less because black widow there's like a man behind the scene that's like the actual villain a poor villain, but... A yeah, villain. a poor villain, but there is still someone bad for everyone to unite against. But, like, imagine, like, Black Widow minus... That dude. The, minus that dude, essentially. And so just you reach a point where just everyone yeah. thinks somebody else is the bad guy, but there's there's no actual bad guy. And that's most of season two. Because, mm -hmm. like, in season one, like, yeah, you have um, the guy who is now Blade. Because like, he gets killed yeah. halfway through season one, and then a new villain does rise up to be the villain for the second half of season one. And mm. then you have the snake dude. The other the other snake-named guy. Um, snake Eyes. Because you have, no, have Cottonmouth and did snake eyes get Diamondback. Okay, we're tangenting too much. Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, so with Spider-Man, seeing Daredevil back, I'm kind of glad it was just a tease, but I'm also upset because like that means there's always the chance that we never get... Like, There's a lot of fear that that's all we'll ever get, but I don't believe... Like, for the most part, I don't believe they're going to go... If it was if it was just Daredevil and we didn't get the Kingpin, then I would believe that, yeah, that's all we're getting. Is we got a fun little tease to appease people and nothing more. Because Marvel does that a lot, especially with this Spider-Man. Uh, like, Scorpion is a big example. Like, everyone forgets that he has a Scorpion villain in, these mo in this universe. Yeah. 
who that was a that was a whole post credit scene setup that went absolutely nowhere um and so like marvel has definitely done shit like that like in the hulk movie they tease the the one villain who gets like the hulk's shit spe- like spilled all over his head talking about abomination nope the dude that's helping him throughout most of the movie and then hulk's blood gets like into one of his wounds and his head starts to like kind of grow It's been a while since I've seen. Yeah, but anyway, but like that—that that was a whole tease. So like they've done a lot of like teasings and shit like that that do end up going nowhere at all. Um. And so I, I think there, there's always that that the leader. Thank you, Miles. Yeah, the character is the lead. Like the super villain name is the leader. Oh. Um, and uh. But um. <laughs> We made Raccoon think of Kill Bill with all the snake names. But, but yeah, and so, like, um, but I think they're going to go places. I just, I think they're going to go places more on the TV side of things than the movie side of things. I'm cool with that. But, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I honestly kind of wish that the MCU would move exclusively to Disney+. Plus. And the reason for that is I think that they could potentially be allowed to flesh out stories a little bit better. But also, I think that would allow the movie industry to grow. Yeah, without a superhero movie coming out Yeah, like the biggest perk to the pandemic was it did kind of allow some other movies to actually get spotlight because we went like almost two years without a Marvel movie. And that, that allowed other franchises to have a little bit of fresh air for a small amount of time. Before they came back heavy hit and full screening with four fucking movies in a year. Oof. And, and like, one really good one. And I do. Like, <laughs> and I think like of all the big blockbuster franchises right now, I think really Marvel's the only one that does have the power to kind of just bury anything else that releases. To the point where like anything, like, anything that comes out within like a two week period uh, after a Marvel movie, there's like a 90% chance that movie, that movie no matter what it is will never have a sequel or anything. And we'll just kind of be dead on arrival because it came out too quickly after an MCU well, film. Well, let's hope it's The Matrix. Um, oh, the, Ma- the Matrix debuted to like third or fourth place in the box office. So it, The Matrix is definitely on that list of movies that were hurt by an MCU close well, release. That doesn't mean it's going to stop Warner Brothers from make, trying to squeeze everything There was zero plan it. to make a fifth one. That, really? that was That was a complete... Which makes it almost worse. Why I, yep, fucking th- make it like that? We're going to talk about that next week. Um, I'm so mad at that movie. <laughs> Miles, Fast and Furious would top Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but only, would love... if, only if The Rock responds to Vin Diesel's Instagram posts. He did. And he told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> what, really? <laughs> He's like, how dare you bring your kids into this? That is not okay. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to read it verbatim. No, don't. We got a fucking Dude, movie to get through. It's fine. Oh. Jesus Christ. This guy. You know you want to hear this. I, I do. Um, but on my own time. Oh, it's, it's happening. This is for everyone. Miles will want to hear this too. Um, let's you see. happy, Miles? Yeah, this past June, when Vin and I actually connected, not over social media, I told him directly and privately I would not be returning to the franchise. Um... Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I didn't like that he brought up his children as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out. We had spoken months ago about this and came to what I thought was a clear understanding. Just a straight up no. Like, I already told you no privately, and then you pull this bullshit on social media. 
damn, Riddick. Uh-huh. Riddick got schooled, bro. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's that's not happening. Thank God. But I, I think that would. The only way that, like, if a Marvel movie and a Fast and Furious movie came out, like, within the, a week of each other, the only way the, the Fast and Furious wins is if we, we know for a fact going into it, The Rock is back. Just to see that happen, just to oh, see the dude. two of them in a movie again. Although you know there'd be like, in, like it'd be like in their contracts, like they don't have any scenes together. Like yeah. every all, like oh, and if they do, it's like it's very obviously they were on set on separate days, and they're never like in the same shot. It's just like, uh, you know, an editing back and forth conversation. That's the only way. That's the only way I see The Rock agreeing to come back is like in contract. He does not have to be on set as Vin Diesel once. And if Vin steps on set at all, he just gets like a hundred million dollar payout and gets to just quit the movie right then and there. <laughs> I'm down for it. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, and so Spider Man. So this movie starts out. <laughs> Fuck it, eh? I'm gonna be here till like two o'clock in the morning or you. Um with uh yeah, right, right where the last one left off. We even get more. It was kind of fun because I, I did rewatch these the old ones before going into this one, mm-hmm. and it was cool like seeing like I honestly it would not surprise me if they filmed the opening scene of this like with back to back with the ending of the previous one. Yeah, because there's a lot of like extreme consistencies. Oh yeah, that are con- like like her because like literally right before this is the first time that he swings her around town and she hates it. She's like I'm never swinging again, and then that's when he sees the oh what the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then immediately following that one, that you get like little bits of that, like I don't, I said I'm never awesome. doing this again. I don't want to swing. I hate this. And then they go down below. Dude, and the like, music choice for that scene though, I feel like they they did that a lot in this this movie. It's just like the music was just like like when they're in the mirror dimension and he's fighting Doctor Strange. They did a good job of blending oh. like all the all of the scores we've been hearing from the previous two Spider Man movies as well as the score that we've gotten with Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and that that harpsichord. Dude, that very powerful men's choir underneath just fucking... My my biggest complaint about this movie... My one, like, overarching complaint, and there's a few things that add up to this, but my overarching complaint is that, my God, Doctor Strange got sacrificed hard to make the plot of this movie work. His whole character just got shit on to make this work. Like... Multiple times. Nothing about... Not even just once, but multiple times. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, Raccoon, we have, uh, so yeah, Raccoon, we've seen Venom 2, and that is up on the channel. Um, so if you go back, we do have the Venom Let There Be Carnage review on the YouTube channel. Just so you know, it's dog um, shit. <laughs> I love Doctor Strange, but in this movie, so Beck said he hates Doctor, he hates Doctor Strange's character. I'm like, I love him. I love him as a character. I hate him in this movie. The problem I have is I that... I don't even hate him in this movie. I'm just like... Uh... Well, I hate what they did to him. Like, because this is... If the first movie had been the only thing we'd seen with Doctor Strange, then I think you could have made it work in this film. Sure. The problem is that we saw him in Infinity War and Endgame. And uh, the call me Steven, that was a good emotional callback before he... He's like, I'm about to never know who you are, so you can call me Steven at the end there. That was... But, but yes, the call me Steven at the beginning was a problem because he's never once said that in his life. In fact, he even is very clear. Like, you, you even get in his movie the... Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor, it, it's strange. Eh, maybe, but who am I to judge? <laughs> I loved that back and forth. <laughs> but, see, but that's the thing, Becca, like, his, his flip-flop about call me Steven or call me Doctor Strange, like, it made sense. Like, that actually didn't bother me at all, because that made sense with, like, 
whether he was liking the 17-year-old boy in front of him or whether he wanted to throw him through a brick wall. Like, so I did like that. And I think it, it, it was a good way of kind of showing his emotions toward Peter change throughout the film. My issues is more the fact that he just, on a whim, went, I'm going to wipe the minds of everyone on the planet of who your secret identity is. Let's go. Without spending five minutes to think it through. Because, like, Peter's reactions in that made sense. I don't think that went against his character at all, but I think it went completely against the Doctor Strange that we saw in Infinity War and Endgame is not going to just, eh, fuck it, I'll wipe the minds of the entire potentially multiverse. Like, it's fine. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, shit, it's a Tuesday. Um Yep, so we definitely We're gonna talk about the Venom shit when we get to the post credit scene. Um we have a lot to say about the Venom cameo in this movie. Um we're we. gonna get to we're gonna get to all that right now. Notice how we said we. Uh-huh. I, yeah, we both have a lot to say about that. Because even you brought up like fuck some of this shit. It was just kind um, of fucking not necessary at all. Oh, not at all. It was it was a weirdly stupid. Also, like, he has in no a idea universe that Peter has Parker aliens. Is, it was so a weirdly like, stupid way to introduce another alien into the MCU. Do you know what aliens do? They eat brains. Oh, oh. fuck off! Now back got it. Yeah. Hey, it was a dog shit cameo, totally pointless. And apparently, some of the symbiote got left behind, which Let's... doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> We're talking about now, I guess. Fucking um, bullshit. Yeah. So like. Initially, because when we talk about it back in Venom 2, I think it was the only good thing. Like It was the one thing we were actually kind of excited about for that movie. Yeah, and retroactively, like, they've ruined it. I was um, like, damn, it will be like but the like, Sinister Six. Well, first off, so this was something that somebody else pointed out to me that I thought, I've thought about since. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it going either way. So either the movie has a major plot hole when it comes to who's being pulled into the universe. Or Doctor Strange is just wrong about how the spell works. Those are the only two options. And the problem, I think, is that, like... And part of this, you could argue, like, chalk up to his his own arrogance. But, like, he doesn't say, based on what I've seen, I believe this is who's getting pulled in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he makes it very clear that the only being, people being pulled through are people who know Peter that Parker's. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That is what the spell is doing. Which ultimately does make sense because of what the original spell was Mm -hmm. it was to make people who know peter parker is spider-man forget and so having something break on that that does make sense as a parameter Mm -hmm. so because of that there are two people specifically who should not be here tom hardy as well as jamie fox both of their characters so electro and venom neither one should be here in fact there should be a Venom here, just not Tom Hardy's. It actually should be Topher's Venom, because that one knows very much. That was his whole motivation, is I hate Peter. Now that I know Peter's Spider-Man, I want to kill them both. Like, yeah. And so, but, because Electro has no idea. And that's even confirmed in the movie, when he makes the whole comment of, like, oh, I thought you were black. Like, he, like, to make like to make it that much worse, that makes it, like, they address within the film, like, yeah, Electro. Like, for both of them, they address that neither of them knows who Spider-Man is. Because what it seems like the spell actually did was brought, like, people that Spider-Man had killed back. Except that that's even that one's not true. But because also not at he all. Didn't that kill sounded Green... good in my head. Well, he but... didn't kill Green Goblin. Green Goblin killed himself. Well, died. Died fighting? Near the ha- yeah, died fighting Spider-Man. Lizard didn't die and neither did Sandman. Yeah, they did. Nope. In my heart. Not in the movies. In my heart, they did. It doesn't matter. 
it's in my heart. In fact, my heart's what matters. In fact, again, that one even gets mentioned when Andrew Garfield says that he that he cured Lizard in his universe. Yeah. I've already done it once. I've already done it once. I can do it again. I've already done it once. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. So, well, that's actually the way they, they, they word it in the trailer. The trailer makes it sound like it's the that's pulling through people that died fighting Spider-Man. That was the first time people pointed out a plot hole. They're like, wait, no. You guys got it wrong because they, they didn't. Also, if Venom's in there, like that, Tom Hardy's Venom didn't die fighting Spider-Man either. Maybe so, in a past life. Like, and so like, like his is even worse because like even if you go like, no matter what, Using Spider-Man as the rule, that, that's the biggest issue with the Venom one, is because, like, even if you went, oh, it's just people who have fought Spider-Man in some way, shape, or form ever. People who have crossed paths with Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Peter Parker. Whether they know it or not, they've just crossed paths with both. That opens it up to literally everyone who's come through, again, except for this particular Venom. The excuse for the Venom is actually pulled from the comics. The pro- and. The, the problem is, I think the first post-credit scene that they did should have said this better, because they could have fixed the plot. Which is in the comics, Venom actually has a multiversal hive mind. Oh. So what any Venom knows, all Venoms know. Oh. So by that logic, yes, this works because there is a Venom who knows about it. So the other one getting pulled through makes sense. And I think they tried to hint at that with the whole, like, I have a vast cosmic... And I need to rewatch that clip to see exactly what Venom says. Because if he drops the word multiverse at all, then technically that does iron out his plot hole. What about Electro's? Um, Yeah, Electro is the one who still has one. And that's where it comes down to either it's a plot hole or Doctor Strange is just wrong. And I think the biggest issue with that... And I think for a lot of people in general, is it's it's really hard to accept that the person who's dropping the exposition happens to also be blatantly incorrect about said exposition being dropped. Yeah, but because like... it it does make it. And for me, the main reason I don't like that with Marvel is it's it's, it's kind of like opening the multiverse. It creates a new dangerous precedent of we can break all of our own rules whenever we want. We'll just say that person was wrong when they established how the world works. Problem solved. Look, now we don't have any plot holes anymore. Look at us. Like it. It becomes a slippery slope, and I think especially for Marvel. Um, but yeah, this whole Venom, and and even if you fix that about the whole like Venom being pulled through because of his multiversal hide mind, and that's something that the writers confirm. Like, yeah, he's got the multiversal hide mind. That is canon. We're, we're just telling you guys outside of the film that is canon. So that's why he was pulled through. None of it should have been left behind. And it was, and like you said, I agree with you. I think it was a stupid way. In a, in a universe that has, we've seen aliens in, at this point now, probably a third of the Marvel movies. Seriously? That's such a dumb way to introduce a new alien to this world is. Oh, some of it just got So the only behind. reason we have symbiotes is because one of them. There's a little, little bit, bit of goo behind. over there. Um, it does mean that now Disney can fuck Carnage up. Because... <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. Um. Speaking of things that are and aren't in the MCU, we now have absolute confirmation there is no Oscorp in the MCU. Yeah. Oscorp doesn't exist. Oscorp does not exist, and um, there may or may not be even an Osborne. Probably not. Because he just kind of sadly says my son. He doesn't say anything beyond that. So we don't we don't know. 
And that's something I think that this movie... I took that as, like, he he's realizing that he's not around his son and he misses his son. And, that, and that's the thing. It was, it was very open. Like, it could go mm-hmm. in a billion different directions. And part of that for me is... Maybe, I, maybe he found a Harry Osborn and it wasn't his Harry Osborn. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't regardless because it's this world's Harry Osborn. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe that's why um, he was like, my it, son. It might even have just been because there's no Oscorp, it's infinitely harder for him to find his son. Like... He's not going to find the son of the great Harry Osborn because that... His name's Norman. That's just a random kid. His name's Norman Osborn. Well, no, just it's just going to be some random poor kid because yeah. Oscorp doesn't exist. So, like, it's kind of like, for example, we all know who Elon Musk's kid is, mainly because of the weird name of said child. But, like, we all know... Edge 27? Like, I mean, pick a random celebrity, right? We know who their kid is because of the celebrity. But if that person in a universe isn't a celebrity, Ryan Reynolds. you're not going to find their kid. Like, I don't without, think you should be without, looking for their kid. If it's your child. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know what I mean. I'm just fucking with you. I hate you. Um, Why are you looking for kids, man? But that being said, like, that may be his new best friend in the next Spider-Man movie because of how this one ends. Maybe an Oscorp will be created like, in the universe. I, I'm intrigued for the next film because... I wonder if they'll keep Ned and MJ around. I, mean, I hope I hope that they go full Hoggoblin with Ned and make him a villain. Oh. After the after the whole, I promise not to betray you and become a villain. Like I hope that it happens. I legitimately hope it does and he'll have no idea. Like, it's, it's weird. That's why, like... So the way this movie, we're going to jump right to the ending now. Like the way this movie ends. We are so bad at doing it. We should change our bio from, to just we're still two, reviewing it. two, still two guys who poorly <laughs> recap movies. We recap movies out of order and filled with spoilers. Um, and we do it so horribly. But at the same time, like, who, like this might be better for something because it is a very natural, like, it's our natural, like, thought progression about this movie. It's just a convo, bro. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like. It's a very – this movie ended – and this is why, like, I realized, like, a lot of the things that happened – when I first saw this, I told you straight up. Becca, well, you're wrong. I love his suit at the end. Let's see. <laughs> she I was put all caps. More... I hate his suit at the very I was, end. I wasn't a hate his suit. I was like, okay, it's comic book suit. It's full – it's super comic accurate. It's I was like, very – cool. It's I very just much... like his darker suits, personally. I like the shininess to it a lot, which is another thing I liked the about sheen. the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, like which the is why, I, which is the thing I liked about the Andrew Garfield suit. Like that was basically dark, but with the sheen mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, it's supposed to be shiny. It's Spider Man. Like I was one thing that always I always he hated glistens how in the, the colors sun, were Becca. of his suit. He glistens. There is no sun. Glizzy goblin. He's swinging at night. Like that. That was a whole nighttime scene. Um, I'm trying to back you up here. You know what? Fuck his suit, Becca. I'm on your side. <laughs> Fuck that shit. But, but no, it was this movie. And so, like, when I told you when I first saw it, right, like, I need to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And it's because I realized, like, most of the stuff that were bothered, was bothering me, and, like, most of the stuff I didn't like wasn't about this movie. It was about, like, Spider-Man in the MCU. And I had to separate that out. I'm glad I watched this a second time. Because as a movie, I loved it. As Spider-Man in the MCU, there's a lot... I. That's weird. That's weird to me overall. Well, yeah, like, like what's his status in the MCU now? Now nobody exactly. knows who the no fuck. Knows, but and but they know of Spider Man. There's some pretty intense universal bullshit to go along with that. Like, does this spell change all of technology? Like, 
did his social security number vanish into yeah, thin air? Yeah, no shit. Like, like, yeah, like, what are, about, have, what has, about like, Flash Thompson's book? Is the history of all text messages that he's had with everyone just gone? Like, are texts changing? Are, like, emails deleting themselves? Like, his whole application to MIT is gone and also can never happen? Like, as far as the world's concerned, this no, is a kid no that has never thing. existed in any way, shape, or form. Like... I mean, even to the point, like, when Happy shows up at the end there, like, oh, how did you know her? Oh, through Spider-Man, like... So, Spider... People still know about Spider-Man. Though, yeah. Which is why that's it's the thing. like... The, the, the new spell that got cast at the end, the parameters that was no, just no, make no, everyone know, forget I, that Peter Parker that, that exists. That just confuses me more, because it's like, wait, so does that mean, like, the superheroes that he's built relationships with know Spider-Man, but, like, most of them knew Peter, because Tony was like, this is my boy Peter. Yeah. And that's um, the thing. Like, this is altering your memory on such a weird, inconsistent level. Like, for that's example, what I mean. yeah, it's, it's like, just like, like Doctor Strange. Like, is good. What is he gonna just have like blank spots in his mind from like the conversation on the spaceship? You know, the whole like, oh, we're using our made-up names, right? I'm like, is, is there's gonna be like weird, random gaps. Like, it's it. First off, it's such an insanely power-heavy spell that he can just kind of use with absolutely no restrictions, which is dangerous as fuck. Also, that's. That adds now to the list of other ways you could have beat Thanos. <laughs> Just make him forget the Mind Stones exist. Like, make him forget about the Infinity Stones. Bam. Problem solved. He doesn't know they exist. And then he's no longer an issue. You know, like, the, you know another way? You could make the entire fucking multiverse Apparently, forget the Infinity Stones are a concept. Hey, get this. Get this. Apparently for thousands of years there's been a, a warrior race living among us called the uh, Eternals. That's, and they I, could I have defeated Thanos. <laughs> um, well, no. So, Becco, the reason he couldn't make everyone forget about Spider-Man, the whole problem is that... He changed and this, spell. This, well, the problem is that the spell that was broken open was pulling in everyone who knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So, really, though, I don't see why he couldn't just cast a new spell that makes everyone forget Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like, you don't need to make them forget who Peter is completely. But that's the thing. That's why you can't have them just forget Spider-Man. Like, they need to forget the Peter Parker side of it more so. Um, plus, I think the main problem with making everyone forget about Spider-Man... Like, that... If they had if they had made everyone forget Spider-Man rather than Peter Parker, that would have made me fully believe that, like, they're going to just completely recast Spider-Man. Going, like, that would have been a way to get him out of the MCU. Yeah, that's why because, that's why I thought this was like a Sony reboot and then Tom Holland was just going to do the Sony movies now. Right? Um, but with the way and maybe they had two versions of it. That's entirely possible. Like like cuz we we don't like it, it's completely possible like the ending is the exact same only there's not him swinging out in his new suit and that whole ending is not there and he the world has just forgotten he's Spider-Man and so he's just gonna stop doing that and he's gonna just he's made the decision to just be peter parker um and so which would then allow them to get to kind of do whatever the fuck they want to do and that's well and that's another big issue kind of with the ending of this becco is like yeah the first book well the the problem is the first spell was busted open that's what tore the universe apart like Mm -hmm. they had to cast a new spell period the issue is what the new spell and it's and it's not really explained he just kind of says no casting that new spell again won't work that won't do the job, but if we make them forget more, that will do the job. It's it's a weird. It's like a cash twenty two. Yeah, and again, and it's and a lot of and this is my big issue I think with Tom Holland Spider Man is that there's a lot of these like kind of weird decisions that make you wonder his place in the world, like the fact that 
over all three movies, he has not been able to do anything on his own. Everything is required an Avenger and a couple of sidekicks doing a lot of stuff that he should be able to do, but better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was Iron Man in the first one. It was kind of a hybrid of Iron Man and Nick Fury in the second one, but not really Nick Fury. And then Doctor Strange in the new one. Like, he he hasn't... I told you this before. I'm like, yeah, he never got an origin film, but he got an origin trilogy. Like, it took mm-hmm. three movies to tell his origin story, basically. Which is insane to me. Especially... And all of it comes back to where he started. He started out being good enough as a superhero that Iron Man said, come help fight the Avengers, and he beat Falcon and Winter Soldier by himself, took on Captain America, lost but still took on Captain, a very determined Captain America. Mm-hmm. That's where he started. And then it takes three movies with a lot of help for him to just wrap up his origin story. Like, and those are the parts that bothered me about this. And that's what I had to separate. Like, and not this film, but like his treatment in the MCU. And that was something I kind of like filter out. Still love the movie. Mm-hmm. Just weird choices like this. And, and that's one of my biggest questions coming out of this film is like, what's next? Honestly, both on the Sony side of things and on the Marvel side of things. Like, what's next for yeah, this character? Spider-Man? Because he's finally Spider-Man. He's finally, like, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man swinging through New York. He's finally living in the city. He's got a very comic book suit. He's ready to go. He's had that phrase said to him. Presumably, his uncle died some random point way in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like that's like that's what's weird. Like this is this is almost like the ending of this is kind of like what I would have expected from like Spider Man Homecoming. Like, all right, this is the debut, he's out and about. Like it's it's a very first movie ending for the end of a trilogy. And it's weird. Like they've got basically the doors are wide open for them to completely not use any of his friends ever again. Like we may get a brand new MJ, we may get a like we might get like actually Gwen Stacy, and we might like we might get comic we might accurate get Harry Osborn. Yeah, that was about that was what I was going to ask. Like, we might get like comic accurate Gwen Stacy and or MJ. We might get Harry Osborn as the new mm-hmm. like buddy. Like this might just be a way of like we can recycle out the sidekicks, and that's the reason we did what we did. Hooray! Yeah. Which again though, and yeah, and that's just it's just weird. Um. And then, like, the sacrifice. The other thing that, for me, really cut cut out Doctor Strange. Um, Ned being able to just accidentally use magic. I hated that. Like, I wouldn't have minded it. No, seriously, shut up. Like, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't have minded it if it was on purpose. Like, if he was like, hey. If they were like, oh, you, we've, we've got the ring. Like, your grandma said you might have magic in your family. Why don't you fuck, like, why don't you try it? But just because his hand happened to make a circular motion while he was expressing himself, (laughs) he accidentally half-opened a portal. Something that Doctor Strange had to be, like, left on a mountain to die to accomplish. That's where it... Like, because it is is a basic level spell. And yes, part of the... like, Like, part of the Doctor... But that's the thing. You tweak that... Literally that one slight change. Yeah, but change. like also Marvel does that shit all the time. I know. That they like make it okay. Overestimate or underestimate people's strength or their abilities. Oh, I know. Constantly. Constantly. Oh, I know. And like, and that's the other thing. I was just pointing out, like, and to make it such a big deal that he can do magic now that his character will probably never be in the 
in these movies ever again. I'm like, oh, I know. 100%. Like, this is probably the end of his character because... Or they're going to completely undo it and he'll find a way to make everyone remember him five minutes into the next movie. It's one of the two. <sighs> and so, yeah, so it was just like... I get it because you kind of do need someone who can open portals to bring Doctor Strange back into this because otherwise he's trapped in the mirror dimension. And that was another sacrifice. Like, the whole math over magic... Because something that every time we've seen the mirror dimension, it makes a very big deal that, like... It's a wizard's you, domain. It's it's not only a wizard's domain, but, like, Sorcerer Supreme level wizards are the kings of that domain. Because mm-hmm. the Ancient One just annihilates, like, 20 other fucking wizards in that dimension. Yeah. And so, and, like, to, to kick this off with, like, this is the ultimate, and he just goes, oh, this looks like a kaleidoscope, so I'll shoot webs here, here, and bam, you're trapped forever. Like... <laughs> I almost would have been okay with that if it happened faster. Like, if, if it happened, like, if the fight wasn't as drawn out as it Before was. Before he got a real chance but it was to almost really like stretch the, his legs. Yeah, but, like, it was almost like the more drawn out that that fight was, the less believable it is that Spider-Man just caught him by surprise in the mirror dimension and yeah, won. Yeah, but, like, spider maybe he's Doctor Strange was just underestimating him. He was, like, cocky. I mean, he, oh, 100%. But, that, but that's where, like, if it happened faster, I think that would have been better. Like, it would have been more believable at, like, the catch You gotta hit surprise. a run time, Russell. Alright? Huh? We gotta hit a certain run time no, for the don't. movie. Uh, no, they don't. This yeah. is this is only the third longest Marvel movie. I don't movie. know. I'm just fucking making I shit I mean, this up. was already the third longest Marvel, I should say. No, I think it's more just, it was a very cool... Uh, the Mirror Dimension is always I mean, a very visually tight. cool action it set piece. It was tight, though. Like, it was just... Like really, I think my only gripe with this movie is that is how much Doctor Strange got sacrificed to make the like to make each plot point involving his character work. Yeah, I mean, That's... out of all the stuff you laid out right there, I mm-hmm. don't give a shit about any of it personally. And that's fair. From my viewing, from my my perspective viewing the movie, yeah, it doesn't change how I feel about Doctor Strange as a character to see him act the way he does in that movie i don't really it, it makes me it like it doesn't like yeah like i don't hate the character now i hate what marvel did to the character in this movie yeah but like i feel like i'm and, hating what marvel does to characters every other movie well you want to be more excited for the next doctor strange movie guess who's directing it who sam raimi what oh i actually knew that that's why else do you think we're getting like essentially like the Spider-Man 3, like, there's a good one and a bad one. In the... <laughs> yeah, um, I'm really excited for Multiverse of Madness. I am, too. Um, that's the second post-credit scene, by the way. It's just a trailer for it Multiverse of Madness. It's pretty much just a trailer, yeah. Which makes sense. like, But, again, like that adds to my whole fear that like Marvel doesn't have a big plan. Because they're just showing a trailer for like what is literally, I think, the next Marvel movie. I, yeah, I don't Instead know. of... Instead of either just not having one or having something else in the future being foreshadowed, like maybe showing the next thing that Nick Fury's doing on, with a bunch of aliens. And so it was just, we'll show the trailer for the literally the next film. I was like, ooh, that's that's not necessarily screaming that you got a plan, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I love, I really, really love that like as the movie goes on, Willem Dafoe's outfit becomes more and more like comic book Green Goblin. Just like the hood, the tattered rags of the green yeah. underneath and the purple cloak. Mm-hmm. Just love, I love, by the end of the film, his look is fucking amazing. Oh, it was so fucking good. Oh, yeah. And, and, and seeing like, 
So going all the way back. So basically, because Spider-Man's might be a murderer, colleges are turning down all the good guys. And so that's why they go to Doctor Strange. Is Oh, wait, are we recapping the movie again? We always do. Yeah, but I feel like we've... We've jumped around so We much, have jumped so around a lot. Well, like, I'm, I'm kind of building up. So, like, because of that, like, you get the whole, you know, the spell happens because he doesn't think to plead their case because he doesn't think that's an option. Which, seeing it from his point of view makes sense. Like, you kind of, he just sees a vampire light and sees the cloak on the vampire light. When they were zooming in on that, I was like, oh, no, he's going to go to Dr. Morbius or some bullshit. Like, this is going to be the tie. Because I'm seeing the vampire, and I'm thinking vampire. Oh, no, no. Until no. you hear the harpsichord start while he's while zooming in. I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's going for Dr. Strange. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, my God, is this going to be the Morbius tie-in? No. No. <laughs> um, that's why, this is why I, I'm recapping with purpose. Um, it's to help kind of organize thoughts on this yeah. shit. Organize and thoughts. So, that's so what we goes, should rename and then this podcast. That's where it ends, with Strange yelling at him. Like, you didn't fucking ask, you fucking moron. Which leads to the reveal of the villains. Huh. I did, another thing I lo- like, like, little details that I loved, is like when he uh, when he swings over. One thing I didn't love is the, <laughs> uh, no, no, just re-watching this a second time, he was really convenient about what suit he was wearing for each situation. Like, showing up on the bridge in the Iron Spider suit was really fucking lucky. And especially because then later when he goes to round everyone up, instead of just wearing the Iron Spider suit, he puts on his paint-covered suit inside out. I'm like, well, the Iron Spider suit was missing part of it. Because the nanobots were on Octavius's arms. It was, that's right, it was missing part for that. Never mind, I didn't think about that. He still had 80% of the Iron Spider suit. Yeah, he could have like, just put on the other mask, to be right? honest. Yeah. Like, he could have just... Yeah, he could have just used the... Uh, the that would have been hilarious. Can you imagine just, like, his fabric red mask and then the Iron, Iron Spider, Spider from the neck down? <laughs> um, And so... But yeah, so anyway, for that scene specifically, though, it was very convenient that he was wearing that mm-hmm. for that fight. Uh, for, for Especially considering he wasn't going to fight. And maybe that's why it does... Actually, I'm thinking about this more. This is This is why I like to talk shit out. Because now that I'm thinking about it, it that one makes sense because then he can have it disappear and he's wearing a suit and tie. Because mm-hmm. he can't do that with his regular suit. He'd have to peel out of it. Right. I did, but this, so, yeah, so I'm no longer mad about that. I've thought it through. Uh, this is how Whoa. my... Full but, circle, ladies and right? gentlemen. However, where I'm going with this, loved that when, he, when the suit comes off, his regular suit is all super wrinkly. Mm-hmm. I love that detail. Um, there's a lot of shit like that I like. I feel like this movie did a good job of, like, I don't know, just, like, continuity. Yeah, like, like, a lot of the shit that lately with Marvel has been falling under the radar, this didn't, like, like a, the best compliment I can give this is, like, it's a Pixar-level job. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the, like, the, when people will comment, like, you know, like, with the Incredibles 2 trailer, there was that image where he's holding the baby up, and people zoomed in. You could see, like, the individual fabrics coming off of his cotton t-shirt or whatever. And like, oh my god, like, the de- like it was that level of detail in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, yeah, they cared a lot. Like, one thing you mentioned is when he's, like, uh, uh, when Doctor Strange knocks him out of his own body. And he goes to grab the box that's still moving, and you can see the spidey sense tingles from, like, yep, the And you can hear that a little bit head. in the music, like... It's kind of a hybrid of, like, the mystical noise when you go into that hits you out of the mm-hmm. body thing, but also, like, that spidey sense noise we've been hearing throughout the film mm-hmm. combined with, yeah, if you guys, on a rewatch, I know you're going to be looking for this on your oh, rewatch. 
um, you can actually see, like, around his fuzzy form, you can actually see the little, like, spidey sense that, like, you'd see in, like, Into the Spider-Verse or in the comics. Mm -hmm. You can actually see that to help signify that that's why he can just dodge, is it's just, it's essentially, like, without his mind to think about it, his body is just knee-jerk like reacting how we to breathe, spidey sense. Yeah. Um, it's like breathing in also, web fluid. I don't think when about it. Electro, <laughs> when, when Electro shows up at the at the end of it, the electricity pulses and you can see the outline of like his mask. Do you know where the I comics. think they got that from? Hmm. And I'm not mad about this at all. Uh, the PS4 Spider-Man game. They do the same thing. They do something very similar in that. Oh, okay. It's, it's either you see the electricity do that or I know at the very least he's got like electricity scars. Across oh. his face, like in the five points. Oh, that's tight. And so I think you see it do that. I don't remember for sure, but I did. I love that. Like it was a, it's such a good way of doing like the comic accuracy, but having it actually look good in a live action. Yeah, movie. Because yeah, yeah. like that outfit would look horrible. It's a lot like the WandaVision outfit, where I'm like, that is amazing. Like that looks great. It was a great balance between like honoring the classic look, but as we literally well, saw from the Halloween episode, Hawkeye. The, yeah, Hawkeye did that too. Yep. They, they even make jokes about the old purple outfit with the H and shit. <laughs> uh, some updates from Becco. Um, apparently, a single frame of a Pixar film can take up to 24 hours to fully render due to how detailed they make each frame. So what, fuck, it takes a year to render a movie? Apparently. That makes sense with how long we'll hear about a Pixar movie and then how many years later it'll come out. <laughs> That's true. Um, and then the uh, when Doc Ock shows up, the I should have killed your girlfriend. Excuse me? <laughs> that was another thing they did really, really well was like for, for like the introductions especially, they like did a good job of like balancing like like doing the dialogue in the right way mm -hmm. so that it wasn't like an immediate who the fuck are you talking about? Like if they had said I should have killed Mary Jane they would be like why, why are you killing weed? I don't I don't, I don't know who Mary Jane is, man. Yeah. My, my, my stash is, is low, but, like, you don't need to kill it. Come on, man. Hey, good jokes. <laughs> Topical comedy. <laughs> Woo! Topical comedy, eh? Um, but, yeah, or... Can we also just talk about how great Willem Dafoe was in this movie? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm something of a scientist myself. Fuck <laughs> yeah! Bro. Oh, my God. Dude, he just... he I, I mean, even in, like... Spider-Man, like the, the his yeah, original, the original portrayal, yeah. dude, like his his ability to do like that, the the, the good and the bad, yeah, like oh, so and he and he good. hasn't lost it at all. No, it was gorgeous. Did you know that he filmed? Uh, he showed up on set for uh, as Doc Ock for the second movie. What? This is behind the scenes. Like they did like as a so. There's they had been filming, and so like at one point, Sam Raimi has. Um, Alfred Molina off stage, but oh yeah, we wanted to show you something. So we've got like the suit up in place. I want to show you how I want you to do this one scene. And as they walk out, Willem Dafoe is wearing the fucking forearms and shit, and he's doing the lines of everything like in full on, like just he's acting the fuck <laughs> out of the role. And like it's, I'll try to find it later. Remind me, but like yeah, there's just a clip of like a behind the scenes of that's like a fun haha just surprise joke, awesome. which was awesome. But yeah, he hasn't lost a like. Both, I would say both him and Doc Ock, with how long? It's oh, been like fucking 15, 20 years, and they have dude. not lost a step. They're just so good. Uh-huh. Just like, so good. And they picked the best of the three villains for number three by far. Like, I'm glad it was Sandman that they chose to come back, and mm. that they got him to come back and voice his, his character. 
Um, oh yeah, I I don't I just like again I think this this movie did like fan service to a T. Yeah, well because like like I was... saw everybody I wanted to see. And on top of that, like they all developed further as characters, and they all developed in ways that make sense. Like it didn't like too often. I feel like with nostalgia, like you know cameos and shit. It's like one, they're just they're a cameo, mm-hmm. and then two, I feel like what happens is one of two things. Like either it's like. Um, Something maybe like Ghostbusters or something, which I still loved. Nah. But like where it's just it's a small cameo and they're the exact same thing that they were forever ago. There's been no development and they're not here to develop either. They're just here to make you shit jizz your pants. Like, oh they're back. They're oh, here to like, like look at the camera, wink and point. Yeah. Like, you know, or even like Neo in the Matrix. Like, alright, he's exactly what he was when we left. Mm-hmm. Or it's even more like Neo in Matrix 4 or like The Last Jedi where it's we're going to bring them back and then just shit all over the character you loved and remembered. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's usually one of those two extremes and it's very rare that we're bringing something back with purpose and we're going to logically develop this character from where you last saw them to where we're going with them and it, it, in a way that makes sense. And to see like these characters developing based on their actual characters in these new situations. And this does it perfectly with literally every villain that they have mm-hmm. like oh yeah um seeing seeing max like upgrade himself and the excitement around that um watching the scientists oh this was another plot hole uh doc ock has no idea that green goblin is norman osborne well, he would have read the papers right that, no that, that that's the whole point because the reason that harry doesn't know is it's not in the papers it was never revealed they make sure to keep it secret because that's what sends Harry over the edge and then he becomes the new Goblin Man. is finding out that his father was Green Goblin. He doesn't Man. know that till the end of the second movie. What a plot. So, like, it was just... I mean, it's not a ruiner. It's just one of those... Plot. Like, yeah, he would have no idea. Oh, well. Like, Sandman more likely would because it would be way after the fact. But, yeah, Doc Ock had no idea that Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin. Hmm. Um... But, like, outside of that. But, yeah, like, and that was, I honestly, as much as Willem Dafoe's getting the love, like, same for Alfred Molina as Doc no, Ock. Like, I think everybody watching him job. come back in this and oh, and seeing, like, the relief when they fix him first. Like, and plus, like, his dialogue is honestly what made some of, like, the campier scenes infinitely better and sellable. Like, just all of his jabs and all of his just fuck yous to everyone just... Who the hell are these through? Like, just every, just, oh my god. Every, he's like, you know, he's someone I would love to see get a chance at playing the Penguin. Ooh. Right? Ooh. And you wouldn't need to do a damn bit of it, changing him at all. Like, he's got, like, he has the look. He could rock the Penguin. Dude, actually. Um, But, uh, and, oh, also, mad props to the CGI in this. Like, they de-aged Doc Ock amazingly well. Like uh, not even the first, the first trailer, it is a little bit rough, but obviously it's the first trailer. Like they've cleaned it and polished it since then, and even that, just that "Hello, Peter," like "Hello, Peter," right? Oh, it's so good. It was so fucking great having just every yeah. I think they they chose really really well on each villain they brought back. Dude, his re- okay when he says "Hello, Peter," and he goes, "Um, hi, <laughs> do we know each other?" <laughs> oh, I should have killed your girlfriend. What and then and, and just to everything like when the the fucking iron spider legs come out, looks like they've got some competition. Just oh, I miss that like him talking to like the arms because they are actual voices in his head. 
Oh, so good. Also, another thing that actually, again, these little details they got right. This is this is almost why like they're they're nitpicks for sure, but like the in, like the plot was like him knowing about um, Osborne. Mm-hmm. I'll point that out as a nitpick, but a neat pick that I'll point out in uh, in the the original Spider Man two, they actually do say that the arms are made using nanotech, mm-hmm. which is why. He's able to absorb the new nanotech, yeah. and also why? Because like one thing, a lot of people were like, "Why the fuck can Peter just interface and take over this shit?" That that was way too easy and kind of makes no sense at all, and it's just glossed over. But the reason is it's nanotech on nanotech. It's literally the same technology, so it syncing up immediately totally makes sense. Just like if you and I both have Bluetooth on, one of us will connect to like the other person. Shit, mm-hmm. like it's an immediate. It completely makes sense and it's one of those just completely neat little like details that if you go back and rewatch the original movie like that was all nanotech and so it's all the same technology and that's what the iron spider suit is it's nanotech um that was like just one of those little details i fucking loved (laughs) um and also like when he goes to stab him and like the tech nanotech moves to like stop the stab when he pulls away you see like the pokey it's all bent and shit it's got a little bit of his tie on it yeah so good and the rage, just what he takes over. Like, when he takes over his fucking... Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, I think this this movie just did... I, I just feel like I can't say enough good things about, like, how this movie yeah. did justice for all the characters involved in it. Um, even, like, the long says, like, I, I enjoyed MJ and Ned's contribution to this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Andrew Garfield stole also, the show. Also, honestly, um, Zendaya stepped the fuck up as an actress for this movie. Like... I think in the the last two movies, I'm like, you are, you make socially awkward people look like they're the most socially friendly people in all of society. Like, you are just this weird plank of wood that shouldn't be here. Like, honestly, I've never liked, like, I've only really seen her in two projects. This and Dune. And... You should watch Euphoria. You trying to maybe watch some HBO porn or some bullshit? Yeah, yeah, softcore. <laughs> I've actually forgot. I have seen a couple episodes of Euphoria. Um, but like nothing she's really done has really sold me on her as an actor. Did you actress. not watch uh, what was that fucking dance show she was on on oh, Disney I, Channel? Becca, I fully blame Zendaya for that because like it wasn't the dialogue that was the problem; it was how she portrayed the character. Um, so I don't blame the writing; I blame her. Like her dialogue wasn't the issue; it was just how she portrayed the character. And like versus, because this is the same. This is actually one of the few tri- like franchises in Marvel that's been consistent the same team um because like it's been the same director he's done all three john watts has done the entire trilogy he's kind of worked with the team to plan out this arc um but i think she just really stepped up her acting and i think she did a much better like she was but it was like a 180 like i love like coming out of this i had nothing bad to say about her portrayal of this character i thought it was great it actually has me excited to see her have more of a role in the next dune because in this first one she's got a total of like eight minutes of screen time really yep that's it yeah Man, they really put her in the trailers, huh? Oh yeah. Well, that's because she's a known name. What? Like, yeah, she's Tim, got Timothy Chalamet's not a known name. Oscar Isaac's not a known name. I, I would definitely say that the director is not a known name. Who's the, who directed it? Or I mean, the lead actor. Sorry. Yeah. What? Timothy Chalamet? Uh huh. Uh yeah yeah. To yeah. maybe like you and me, sure, but to the general public, no. The, to the people who are gonna go see a movie because Zendaya was in most of the trailer, no. <laughs> they don't know who Timothy Chalamet is. I, I will say confidently that probably not. At least, especially by name. Like, they might if you showed a picture, but definitely not by name. Um, I mean, honestly, there was a while where despite, despite how popular, like, Jason Momoa was, 
I would say before Aquaman, if you said his name, there was about a 75% chance they'd be like, who? Until you show them a picture of Khal Drogo, and then they go, oh, yeah, I love that guy. Like, and so, but anyway, but yeah, like, she's only in that for like eight minutes, so like, not enough to really tell if she's good or bad as an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's eight minutes of screen time. Yeah. And so like this, like really, like I think this stepped up a lot for her, like her portrayal of the character that she was. I, yeah, same, like Ned was fantastic in this. Um, yeah, completely agree with all of that. Solid movie. Um, and oh, what was it though? Let's see. Yeah. Also, like a huge thing this did, like this redeemed Andrew Garfield's character so much to the point where all I've seen over the last fucking two weeks I is know. like massive love petitions, all this shit for him to get another movie. Like pages that I remember literally just constantly laughing at how he's the worst of the three. Doing a full one eighty. They really make a meta joke about him. They make so many meta. There are so many meta Peter jokes. Peter number three. I, I guess I'll be Peter three. Okay. And even just the way like that he's he's the one that's the most down on himself, and the other ones are like, no, no, you're good too. You're also hey, a good Spider Man. Yeah. I want to hear you say it. You're say amazing. It. Thanks. I really need no, to hear no, that. Really, no, really. Like I, I felt that. like all of that, like all that self deprecation, was one hundred percent like being meta as fuck. I also think they were very smart to introduce Andrew first. Because if they had done Toby first, there would have been like, oh yay, when Andrew showed up. I think the reason that Andrew Dude, got also the cheer... Andrew's interaction. <laughs> More crawl around. Nope. This no, is this enough. is this is enough. This is enough. This is not <laughs> enough. You need to crawl. Um, why no, doesn't your, why doesn't your jingle you... work? Because it it doesn't work for bread. <laughs> that reminds Nona, me of Nona asked if you could get that cobweb up there in the corner since you're since you're up there. Uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Um, I uh, also just love because that, that the, the bread thing reminds me of my favorite fucking bit of dialogue from the first Amazing Spider-Man. It's just like, oh, is that a small knife? Yeah, you found my weakness. It's small knives. <laughs> just, and he just webs the fuck up. Like that's another thing. Like he's such a good, like sarcastic, sassy Spider-Man. The way he's supposed to be. Um, and then even the cop is off the ceiling first. Then after they all like duel it out for a second. She also wants you to clean the cobwebs you oh, just yeah, shot so all over sorry, the place. No, sorry, oh, no. so sorry. <laughs> um, like, so you just create web fluid <laughs> inside of your body. See, and again, that speaks to the science. Like the way that, like, he would literally forget. Like Andrew Garfield would forget. Like we have more important matters. She'd be like, "What? I need to learn everything about how you're doing this." Like, do you, no, it's like it's like breathing. Like I don't. So does it come out of like just your wrists or like <laughs> anywhere else? Other places. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> just my wrists, guys. What are the Avengers? Is that a band? Are you in a band? <laughs> I I just that's all I want. I just want a three hour movie of them interacting. And even like that's another example of like how well they used everyone. Like mm-hmm. even having them show up. Dude, when Toby wasn't... tried to crack his back. <laughs> Such a great. Do you want me reference. to pop it for oh, you? My back. Would my you? Back. Really? Yeah, I would really like that. Have you gotten a web block? Oh, yeah. In my second movie, that no, was the funny. plot. <laughs> like, you got a web block? Because, like, I have to manufacture mine in a lab, and it's a it's hassle. A hassle. Like, yeah, that would you, just know, be you, know, you said that, and yeah, I had I, a I, web I had, block. like, an existential crisis. That's why and, I said that. That dialogue from the three of them talking to each so other is, like, fucking great. some of the best dialogue I've heard in so long. It is. Like, it You're really so is. so genuine. Like, and that elevates the fuck out of this for me because I'm like, I was not expecting that level of quality dialogue out of a Marvel film. Yeah. Like, I thought that Marvel had lost that, but I honestly... Dude, okay, real quick, real tangent, because we were supposed to do this. Ghostbusters also, I feel like, does that, though. 
the dialogue in the new Ghostbusters movie when it's like adults interacting with kids and with other adults and other yeah. kids. The dialogue just feels so natural. Natural, one hundred percent. Back to Spider-Man. Well, so like the reason Marvel's dialogue used to feel more natural, like we're talking like Phase One, like Iron Man One mm-hmm. and shit, is because most of the scenes instead of writing it out and having a hack writer write this is the conversation verbatim, they actually what they used to do back in the day was kind of go here's the gist of what's happening in this scene. Go. Just get into character and talk like you guys think you would normally talk in character. So a lot of those scenes were like semi-loosely improv. Well, kind of like the first Avengers movie when they're all in that hover, sitting around the table in the hovercraft. That seemed yeah. like a really natural yeah, conversation. Yeah, exactly. Too. So that, that was kind of how Marvel used to do things. But as time went on, they just kind of got more like, no, here's a full-blown script. Just everyone talk what's on the page. And I think, I honestly would would legitimately love to know if like this was more that phase one mindset of like, yeah, let's just. They, Dude, these guys, guys know you their guys character. Are all like, these yeah. guys all know their version of this character better than any of us. So, like, let's just kind of put them in a room. Like, let's let's come up with some basic like topics to cover, and you guys just have at it and talk in character. It wouldn't surprise me. Um. And so, yeah, the uh, I always wanted a brother. <laughs> I always wanted brothers, man. Um, oh, but... dude, when he's holding him at the end. You're in a tremendous amount of pain right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Or you know, yeah. When he just goes down, are you okay? Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> am I? Am I dying? Oh no no, that's real. That, are you? That's... Am I dying or is this happening? Oh there no, people, that's there, real. Do people this happen? Yep. No, 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 that, that's real. That's real. Like just oh god, yeah. I I legitimately hope. That we get more Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Like this just made me want him back ten times more. Like he's always been my. Like, I I appreciate what Tom Holland's done as the character, but yeah, he's definitely still my favorite, and I would love it if Sony brought him back to be oh, their Spider Man. Like, do something um, right, Sony. Uh, Becca was mad when Toby stopped Tom from killing the Green Goblin. What? That's the whole point. Like. The, like the if there was a theme from this movie, it's that like don't kill, do not well don't kill out of anger. Don't be a gate. Like, don't be don't, a little angry killer guy. Don't like it's it's all about it's not even yeah because it's definitely not about like don't kill at all. Like these are literally two Spider Men where most of their villains died. That's the whole point. And so like you need to because otherwise. Where he goes from here is a very, very different. This is where we get. This is where we get the "What If Punisher Spider Man." <laughs> That's an actual comic book. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, that would actually be fantastic. I'd be okay with that now that I say that. Can we have a "What If" where Toby doesn't stop him, and then he becomes the Punisher Spider Man? Two. I'd be okay with that. Um. But, uh, and even just like that, when he comes out of it, like that, like almost makes you want to cry again. We're just like, oh no, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And he's just there, like, dude, just dude. broken. Are you okay? Yeah, I've been stabbed for. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's what the good, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I've been stabbed before. Oh, good, 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 good. good. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> um, but, uh, also, I, I did love that, like, one of the, well, first off, I love the very obvious Twitter girl at the beginning where when he goes to grab MJ and swing out and she's all, Spider-Man he pushed me. me, he hit me, Spider-Man did you guys see that Spider-Man hit me? I'm like, you bitch, you're that bitch. But also those bitches are real and you guys had them in this movie and I'm proud of you for doing that. 
Um, or later on when you can hear like one of the, like you know it's like people on the news talking and shit. And one of the news discussions in the background is like, did we did we really need to put a Captain America shield in the Statue of Liberty? It's a little bit fucked up. <laughs> we did that. And I'm like, thank. You. I'm glad that like you guys had that in the background because. Yeah, no way you? in fucking hell is Steve Rogers going to be okay with you guys putting his shield on the Statue of Liberty. No There's no way. fucking way in hell. That is, it's like, build a new Statue of Liberty that's him anywhere else, you know, like the Captain America statue in Brooklyn. Don't fucking, don't add statue that there. Yeah, don't, don't add the shield, which also is a Hawkeye tie-in, because uh, she mentions to Yelena that the uh, sites to see oh you should go see the changes they've done to the statue of liberty mm-hmm. she does say that. Like that you don't see it at all but she says that so it's another little little cross tie-in which i love oh, yeah. i love like that like those are like the inter-universe connections that i love like just it's the little tiny ones that are like little details. that yeah those little details where someone in the room went hey we should probably reference this thing that's also happening right now and in just a tiny little way mm-hmm. not, not like not a big obvious haha but just a tiny little whoop. um yeah because like when the shield fell off at the end, I was like, "Good riddance." Like, yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Like, yeah, I was too. Um, like, don't put it back. Yeah, please, please let that only be for this. Um, I will say this trilogy does have me a little bit more excited for Fantastic Four. Is that confirmed? Oh yeah, that's been confirmed for a while. Marvel, because Marvel owns the characters oh, no, again. No, no, I, I meant. Uh, uh, I, I guess I was more. Because I, I, I remember that. I think I was more... Uh, John Watts, who directed these three movies, will be the one directing Fantastic Four. Really? Ooh, now that's, I'm a bit yeah, more excited that, that's about why, it. That's like, why, having watched these, like... Because overall, I think... I, I still Any hate casting? Homecoming. I think Homecoming is the second worst Spider-Man movie of all time. Behind three, right? Yes. Thank you. Yes. 100% behind three. Um, but I think his second and third films are fantastic. The main reason I hate three is, is that they really just they cut everything about him out from under him as a character. They Ooh, they cut out yeah, his powers. They... they cut out his intelligence. They literally they dumbed him down to garbage tier status for that movie, and so like they, like, and yeah, the only thing they didn't do was make him dance in the streets, but, uh, but I loved like I honestly think that. His second movie is what gave me appreciation for Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor again. Like, legitimately, I think that's what kind of... Dude, Jake re- Gyllenhaal killed it as Mysterio. Yeah, he was amazing in that film. Like, mm-hmm. And I rewatching, I'm like, yeah, at no point. I mean, even like, Ooh, that scene was like, no. Every scene he was in was fucking fantastic. And so, yeah, I think with this trilogy overall, like, it definitely got me a little bit more excited for Fantastic Four, knowing that it's the same director. Any casting... No, yeah. nothing. Bro, I want John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic so fucking bad. The odds of his... If he gets it, though, the odds of Emily Blunt as... Yeah, I know. She are, said are she zero. Doesn't she doesn't want to do superhero movies. But, like, God, that would be such a good Sue Storm, though, too. Fuck! Right? I know. It would be, but, like, you could still get Yo, a great Sue Storm. Get, I, Chris, honestly, get I, Chris Evans back as Johnny. <laughs> he's too old. He's you know he's big enough he could be the thing now. <laughs> Damn, he could though, huh? Um. So, how many out of out of out of five um, not wrist web shooters? <laughs> you so you make that in your own body? <laughs> out of five, I'd give this honestly a four and a half, five. dude. 
Four um, and a half. I fucking love this movie. And watching I, it a second time, I like it even more. I think I'm going to have to go four. Just because of like how much they fucked Doctor Strange and the sure. ass with a cactus in this movie. Sure. Like I think if they had been more consistent with this character, I could give it a full on four and a half. Because yeah, it's definitely it's still not perfect. And that's no, the thing. Well, I think no. the only time you and I will ever give a five God, on this, movie, it's not us being that. assholes. It's just like it's got to be like Lord of the Rings. Like, it's got to be like a literally it's like, gotta a be perfect like a perfect film, game changing movie. Yeah, like a, a movie game that changing... like changes cinema forever. Um, like, and so I honestly think I need to rewatch it, but I think the the only movie that I can think of in the last couple years that I might give a five to would be Dune. Really? Legitimately. I think, Damn. like, I think, and Is I don't... Is it back on HBO yet? Uh, I doubt it. I'll check. If not, I'm fucking, I'm going to, I'll probably own it before it's back on HBO. And well, if I, I'll, you, like, I'll invite you over to watch it. Like, yeah. I, uh, like... When I was when I equated it to Lord of the Rings in in the chat, what I meant equating it that like I meant like one I think for quality like personally like overall just quality, but also I think I think Dune is the Lord of the Rings of this generation as far as what it can do like what it will do for cinema, because like Lord of the Rings changed cinema oh, yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. Matrix changed cinema in huge ways, and I think that that's where what I really meant when I went this is this generation's Lord of the Rings. Like I think it's that level of a like a cinema defining film, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, highly highly recommend Dune. Um, that 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 honestly, yeah. That you might, heard it here first, folks. Five. Yeah. Dune, five out of five. Yeah, I'll give Dune a five out of five, like legitimately. Um, have you been watching Book of Boba Fett, by the way? I have. I kind of really like it. I like it, but I will also be honest. I think if you're not a big Star Wars and especially a big Boba Fett fan, you will hate it. Dude, okay, I, if they do another episode that is like a majority of backstory, though, I will lose my fucking mind. I, and here's the thing. I honestly think season one should have just been backstory. And I think well, the problem... I, I hate when they do the t- callbacks like that. Just show me from the fucking beginning to now. And I would have been cool with that. You don't want like Star Wars' version of Arrow? <laughs> Ugh, don't even get me started on Arrow, dude. But like, I mean, that's basically what this is at this point. Like, it's it's <sighs> just it's the five years that he was stuck on an island and then I had his tattooing. Like, <laughs> I think like because like the biggest issue is like you have two great story ideas and both of them are going nowhere. One is what happened to Boba Fett over the last five years, mm-hmm. and the other is what happens when Boba Fett kills the guy who replaced Jabba and tries to take over a massive crime syndicate. And we're trying to tell those both so separately that nothing is happening with either yeah, of them. Yeah, dude, they're progressing so fucking slow. And so, like, that's why. Like, the fact that he doesn't have, like, multiple crime lords raining down on him right now is insane. And especially considering it's four people. It's him, and a, it's him Fennec Shan, and two Gamorrean guards. Mm-hmm. And the entire crime galic syndicate yeah and that's like most not... es- it's like most espa too it's yeah. not like it's like some small podunk fucking yeah this is almost like, like this is like this would be like if you went in and killed the head of like the chicago mafia and no one batted an eye yeah and it was you and four people holding down chicago yeah like you're holding down fucking chicago and so like and you're walking around in the open yeah like just it's like no walking into deal. businesses and collecting money yeah <laughs> just like hey i'm in charge now you guys have to pay us instead of whoever you're paid before and they're like okay we'll pay you yeah you're like, scary you have gun one yeah and so like that's why like i think this is a show that like it's enjoyable if you're just we trailed off i, I want more boba fett mm-hmm 
I, I but, did want yeah, more and I, yeah, I love both. Yeah, definitely about it. Like, and I love that. Like the the Django Fett actor is getting more fucking time with Boba Fett now. Dude, like, I'm I'm all for it. And Boba I hope Fett's it does well because character. I want a sequel to Alita Battle Angel. And so, <laughs> like, but I definitely think that like I think if you didn't like the Mandalorian, you will hate this. Yeah. And I think if I you're not a big that. Boba Fett fan, you won't like this. Like, I don't think you'll hate it, but you won't like it either. Mm. Like, I think those like it is. Honestly, like objectively, I think it's it's the Mandalorian, but worse, quality wise, and like it's slower. It's there's less going on. There's a lot. There's literally there's a lot of like I'm surprised that you like it since you hate Lord of the Rings and you were bored with Lord of the Rings because this has more walking with zero dialogue Dude, than Lord of the Rings does. I feel that. I feel it. I, I think it's just it's something I'm more interested it's some, in. It's, it's, it's a, a lore that it's a invested. lore that I'm more interested. Yeah, in. Yeah, which is valid. And so, but that, but that's exactly kind of like my point on it is that mm-hmm. like, if this is not a lore and character you're already invested and in, I will bet you, you money. Will probably not like it that much. I'll bet you money that if I were to watch Lord of the Rings the trilogy right now, I'd be fucking in love with it. I yes, think it was just Nick my does not like Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. It's not that I don't like Lord of the Rings. Okay, it's that I did not get invested in it when it first came out, and I'm a, I'm a hipster about things that everybody fucking really likes. I'm like, I'll like it on my own time. I don't need you okay, to fucking to tell fair, me to like it. you were alive when it first came out. I'm not talking about the books, dude. I am it. talking, I know. Um, but, no, honestly, like, dude, I would love, like, some time to hang out with you and just watch, like, binge. Like, either binge or even if it's just one at a time, but just, like, watch Lord of the Rings. I'm off next Monday. Fuck yeah. I'm down. No, extended editions. I'm not signing up for this shit every <laughs> Monday. I'll come over Friday night, at ni- or, uh, Friday night and then we'll watch it all weekend. You know I can't do that. Oh, darn. You can't make that schedule? Oh, that sucks. But, oh, no, man, but yeah, definitely terrible. 100%. Like, I'm actually um, going to probably pretty soon, like, Love rebuy the trilogy because they did, like, a whole, like, 4K Dolby Atmos yeah. remaster. So I'll probably buy those and then, like, yeah, we'll fucking watch them. Okay. Um, I'll, hold you, I'll hold you to it. Okay. Don't you dare. Don't you dare flake out on me. I'm going to be the only person who will not flake out on you about watching Lord of the Rings. I <laughs> promise you that. Corey will probably be wanting me in on that. Okay, yeah, so four out of five. Uh, yeah, four, four out of five for me, four, four and a half for you. you. Four and a half for me. That's honestly uh, one of my higher rated. That yeah, ties Free Guy. It's easily, yeah, I think it does for both. Like, I actually think I might have given Free Guy a slight, like, the four I and a half. I think you gave it a four and a half, too. So, yeah, I Great think. Great fucking movie. Ryan Reynolds, great. sponsor us. Like, I can't recommend that. And everyone I know looks to make him insane when I recommend that movie. I'm like, yeah, Free Guy. They're like, what? You're recommending Free Guy? Also. It's like, yeah, go watch it. Join it in on the, what's up, Brea? Uh, but also just a quick dump because we talked about it before. Ghostbusters, I would say watch. Definitely. Yeah, the Definitely Ghostbusters. Watch. Oh, that was another bit of news. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> so uh, they announced they were doing a Sony like box set uh, or a, a Ghostbusters box set that only had the trilogy. So one, two, and then the new one. Oh, not the girl Ghostbusters nope. movie? Because, which makes sense, because that's got nothing to do with it. Like, it's well, a it's reboot. Not, it's, it's not. An, it's a trilogy, disconnected right? reboot. Yeah. The director made such a big stink that his movie wasn't included that they retroactively added a little just digital download card so that that's in the set so that you can have that as a digital download. As oh, literally, it's just because yeah, they're not going to remake the entire box set. It was like a nice yeah, yeah. like box set that's just the trilogy. And he made such a big, like, social, like, all over the place stink about it that they're like, okay, fine, we'll 
print a fucking piece of paper and slide it into each of them. Like, great, you get a digital code. Or like, and it might not even be that. It might just be like when you buy it, they'll be like, hey, go here to get the code emailed to you to have this movie that no one wants. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was a hilarious. Just like, but yeah, definitely the the Ghostbusters, the new one. Highly recommend. Great movie. Um, Again, awesome dialogue. Yep. Great story. Yeah. That it tells too, and it's just like. I, I would probably give that one like a three and a half or a four out of five. I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah, I think I think close to the three and a half. That one also stay to the end. That does have some some post credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dune does not have any post credit scenes, but it is part one. Know that it's part one. Um, uh, and then something I kind of wanted to start doing um, as like our little our final thing on here. Mm. What are what's some stuff that you're into lately? Just like. TV shows, video games, like what stuff that you've been playing or reading or watching, and I've been playing the Ascent that you like. Okay, it's like a, it's like a Diablo style type game where it's kind of oh. like that corner top down. Is that the one where I said that this looks like Diablo and Doom had a child together? Yeah, it is. It's like okay. a cyberpunky Diablo, and it's fun. My problem is that it crashes a bunch on me. Mm. But it, is it like still in beta mode or no? It's a full Ooh. release. And I'm playing on an Xbox One, to be fair, like a like an old 2016 Xbox like an original One, original Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Um, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but the game has like this beautiful style about it, and like very fluid upgrades. It's really easy, like to the point that you could jump into an existing game, and after like maybe ten minutes of playing it and going through the menus, you know exactly what you're doing. Nice. And it's a really fun game. Oh yeah. Super fun game. I've also been making an album, so that takes a lot of my time. That's fair. Uh, for me, my things right now, um, I'm really back into League of Legends. Hell yeah. Because. Lol. Arcane. Okay, I've been told to watch Arcane. This might be the best TV show. I, I don't I, I don't want to overhype this, but this literally might be the best TV show I have seen in the last five plus years. Really? This is easily, in my opinion, one of, if not the best things that Netflix has made in the last decade. Do I need to know anything nope. about League Lore? No. Like, I play the games a lot, but I don't really dive. Like, because I play, like, the nice thing about League of Legends, it's, it's just, it's an online team versus team type yeah, yeah. game. Like, it would be like, essentially, like, if you're playing League of Legends, it's like just playing Halo. Like, if you just play Halo multiplayer, you wouldn't need that to then enjoy, like, if they made a movie that was making the campaign kind of a thing. Yeah, for like, I, I really don't get huge into the League of Legends lore, strictly just because I'm playing the game for the fun of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, um, this it follows about seven characters from the game, like, throughout, like with, throughout the story itself. But it, 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 it's, it's introducing them. So, like, it's very um, new... Like, hey, here are... It's a story that's starting from the ground up. You can go into this with zero knowledge of anyone about anything in the game. Like, even, like, things that for me, like, knowing stuff, I'm like, oh, that's... I was actually impressed at how good of a job they did balancing, like, that's both a fun nod if you're familiar with it, but also a fun foreshadowing if you know nothing about this, that later you'll be, like, on a rewatch, you're like, oh, my God, they foreshadowed this type of a thing. Oh, that was great. So, like, they do a really good job of, like, both nodding to fans while simultaneously not making it so you have to know everything. That's cool. Kind of like almost like the South Park video game where it's like if you've never watched South Park, you still love the game. 
And if you do know South Park, there's just bonus like, oh, yeah. I remember when that was in this episode, <coughs> kind of a thing. Like, but like, so it's like that in reverse in yeah. a way. Um, this is like, especially with the fact that this is a series that follows two sisters. Like, with Netflix being Netflix and with the trends with female leads lately, like, there's a lot of just odds are it's gonna suck just because the writing's gonna be bad, right? Because there's that whole like, oh. Strong girl is strong girl, therefore no character development is needed. Mm. No. Like, holy shit, the character development, the storytelling, like the trauma these two sisters go through in the first two episodes to, like, put them on the very, very different paths that lead to where they end up throughout this whole season and this story. Like, it's like dude, Black it is Widow. gut-wrenching. It's like Black Widow. But How well they amazing. Did. How well they did. <laughs> like that's the thing i was going i went into the, like i went into this because i was very iffy um i was recommended a lot and then like i saw someone who i think is more, like, he definitely he's like he's a reviewer i love that's more critical than i am on a lot of shit mm-hmm. um he's actually called the critical drinker i know who that is yeah he gave it like a 10 out of 10 like wow when i saw that i was like I'm going to bump this up in my... Like, it was in my queue, but it was always, like, oh, when I have the time to sit down and watch it, I'll, I'll, I'll get exactly to it. That's exactly where it's at with me. Um, Yeah, he gave it a full-blown, like, drinker recommends, which very, like, hard to get from him. Um, Like, and so, like, listening to, like, the spoiler-free part of, like, his room, like, oh, my God, like, it bumped it right up, and so, like, literally just, What's like, that? Spoiler-free? Right, I know. It's it's the thing we're gonna do after this. Oh right. Um, and so like that for me, yeah, it bumped it up. Like I literally watched. I, I started it um, like last like a few days ago and ended up binging the entire thing. Like, like couldn't stop. Like it was literally like, oh my god, I need to like keep like each night. Like I have to go to bed because like it's way late even mm. by my own standards, and I just want to watch the rest of these episodes. Like <laughs> I basically just all my free time, I just binge the fuck out of it. So it's nine episodes long, about forty five minutes an episode. That's tight. Like, yeah, so it's called Arcane. Highly, highly, like, cannot recommend that enough to all of you out there. Like, insanely good. You don't need to know anything about the video games. Yeah, and it did. It just put me in the mood to get really jumped back into the game again. Hell yeah. Um, so, like, there's been that, and then I've started watching uh, His Dark Materials on HBO, which is, you know, The Golden Compass? Oh, yeah. It's, so, do you know how, like, the problem is that the movie was bad because both the writing one it was a bad adaptation but two they really cut back on the whole like mm-hmm. the religious aspect because god forbid we ever piss off the catholic church <laughs> the hb show is done by hbo who doesn't give a fuck so it's actually w- infinitely more accurate and they are able to take the time and flesh out um asriel is played by um shit the dude who plays young magneto or not young man, you know, young Professor Xavier. Oh. James something. James McAvoy, yeah. Mm. So you got him in it. You've got <coughs> um, Lee Manuel Miranda is in it. Ooh. Uh, it, it looks fantastic. It's definitely like if you were ever a fan of Game of Thrones at any point, like this is kind of like I would say like HBO's next Game of Thrones. Oh, chill. Um, it's actually it's really good. It's adapting the books really, really well. It's extremely well written. So essentially what this is, for those who aren't familiar, it's um, there's kind of like an alternate version of Earth where um, every human child that's born is born with a demon that uh, you can see as an animal. Um, the demon is generally the opposite gender of whatever the kid is. You can sometimes have same gender. The author himself is like, I don't know why. Just that can happen sometimes, but it can. But it's mm-hmm. rare. 
Um, and the demon is kind of like a manifestation of you in a way also. And so like you are very connected. Um, even though they all look like animals, humans can instantly like tell the difference between like a demon versus a real animal. Like even though like it just like if it's yours is a monkey, it looks like a monkey. But if it was like 20 monkeys in the zoo, you'd know the one that's the demon kind of a thing. Okay. Um, they're sentient. They can talk to you. They can talk to each other. But also because of that connection, like if you like hurt the demon, you can actually hurt the person who's connected so to this demon. Can people see each other's demons? Yep. Oh. So yeah, so it's just that's just like a thing that everyone has. So in this world, the world is basically kind of uh, ruled in a way by the magisterium, which is the Catholic Church. Like it's a blatant like that was the whole point is essentially like this. This is a, a fantasy series that was basically a metaphor for why religion is bad. Um, the Catholic Church has a secret group that's stealing children to basically create a way, a technology and a way of severing the connection between children and their demons and basically kind of killing the de like in a way to like potentially kill the demon without killing the child so that they can kind of remove that aspect from you so you'll grow up to be more likely to just obey the church and do what the church tells you to do yeah. um like and it's to the point where, like you know how like there was always like churches had sanctuary to like save you from bad rulers yeah well now you have scholastic sanctuary where like colleges have to get special protection to exist and not be and like keep you <coughs> safe from the church oh damn so like you actually have like scholastic sanctuary and stuff um and then you have so Azrael, the main guy her father um is her uncle is uh um kind of shows up initially so there's this stuff called dust and there's a lot that's not super known about it, and I'm kind of going off of like what knowledge I have from how far I am in the show. Do the demons just like hang out with you too? Yeah, oh, sure. they're just there. They're your friends. Before you hit puberty, uh, they can transform into like any animal at will, and then once you go through puberty, they kind of lock into whatever their like final form is, whatever that animal is going to be. Sometimes it could be like a snake, it could be a cat, it could be a monkey, it could be a lizard, it could be just any just animal, um, and that will be like their final like locked in form and uh and so like so it kind of starts out where he you know comes back to the school and basically kind of shows that like the aurora borealis is really just this dust and it's hiding a completely like another world oh, it's shit. like a gateway to another world which is heresy and goes against the teaching of the church so like and that's kind of where it starts so now like the church is hunting him to shut down any expeditions that would lead to the showing of another world and then she is gifted this artifact which is a golden compass that's the title of the first book Whoa. um which essentially what, what it is is it's it always points to the truth so like you have a series of symbols and you put um like three little ticks you can rotate to three specific symbols to ask it a question and then it will it has like an independent spindle that points to a like a series of images or a specific image to give you your answer generally you need to read like hundreds of books over decades to have any remote chance of understanding one of these. The main girl, Lila, can just understand it. Oh, chill. Um, and so she's able to just use it. And so she, so that, so that's kind of like the the basically like the arc of like this first season that I'm in. I'm only, I think I'm six episodes into the first season. Ten, twelve. I think I think I think it's ten episodes, and I think there's two seasons right now, and they're oh, working what? on season three. So that's on HBO. That's on HBO Max. What's it called again? Uh, His Dark Materials. Okay. Which is actually a reference to Satan. Um, 
Because like, so like, his Dark Materials is a reference to, like, to Satan from the Bible. Because essentially it's basically going, me, Satan was right, and like the Jesus and religion shit is bad. Um, and so, like that's like the metaphor like behind it. And so Maybe like that's Jesus why Jesus was a bad guy. Well, like just like because he founded organized religion that basically at one point took over our world hmm. and ruined a lot of progress. And so, um, yeah, so it's it's a fantastic series. I'm loving it. Like I think it's it's as good as like peak Game of Thrones for quality. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's. That's what I'm watching right yeah, now. Play the Ascent and watch these shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like these are just that's what I want to like throw in like just random stuff that we're not necessarily like reviewing on here, but just like as a way for like one like both of us to like help each other oh, find extra shit and oh, then other hey. shit and anyone who throws stuff in. Like, like, also, oh, cool. Halo like, Infinite multiplayer has my. I need to start playing that more. Like, has just my life right let now. Let me know when you guys are on, and as long as I'm it's free. Kind of sporadic. I know, I know it's sporadic as fuck, and my availability is equally sporadic. Equally sporadic. I'll just text you. Yeah. And if you if you don't text me back, I'll be like, ah, it doesn't work. I'll probably, honestly, I can text. Like, I'll probably text you back. But, okay. like, if if I'm free, I will be like, hey, guys, let's go. So, yeah. So, that's, Down. that's what we're doing. Well, what alrighty. we're doing. Final segment. So, we have nerdy news and what we're doing until we come up with a better what name. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, well, hey, that's been... That's been our podcast. So, Make sure to um, like. Dude, this is one of our shorter ones. Like, comment, chill. subscribe. This was just over two hours and long. Click that notification bell. Um, yeah, oh, we didn't do so that. So it's at the midnight. Nope, almost. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Um, this is one of our you're... shorter ones. He says. It, it is. It is. <laughs> you know it is. It is. Um, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're on YouTube, honestly, on any of these things now. Oh yeah, yeah just, check us out on Spotify and yeah. Apple Podcasts now. Something something podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, something, the something, something something podcast. Something you gotta podcast. get the the in there because I think there are ones that don't have the the. Um, yeah, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. If you're on any of these, give us a like, give us a subscribe, whatever. It doesn't cost you anything and helps us potentially grow. It'd be cool to see where we are in a year. In a different bedroom. With different $45 ring lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be the same ring lights. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. These ring lights will stay as long as they work. Yeah, as long as these work. And if we get new ones, I'll probably get nicer ones. Like, I might get, like, Elgato. They have actually, like, nice, like, programmable ring lights and shit. Um, Elgato. Elgato, who's slowly becoming what all of the equipment we use. Yeah, no shit. Um, Nick, uh, Becca wants to know what she needs to follow for your music release. TBD. For now, he's on SoundCloud, and that is in the description. This album, this is a different band, uh, but whatever. We'll figure that yeah, out Yeah, his later. past existing stuff is on SoundCloud, and that is in the description for all of our links and shit. Um, but yeah, when we got more info, we'll, we'll he'll throw it in here. Yeah, maybe I'll do like a live stream where this album is wildly depressing, by the way. <laughs> Just putting that out there. This is very much a very depressing So what you're saying album. is we'll get a demo while we talk about The Matrix 4. Yeah, when we talk about the Matrix Four. I'll come up and play that song I wrote about my dad dying. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Becca's gonna check out the uh, SoundCloud. Uh, so yeah. Thank so you, next uh, next week, you. our plan is next week, and our plan is um, for the Matrix Four is gonna be the next one we talk about. Um, I'm not locking down a schedule right now because I've I know mine's the most, but like there's inconsistencies with They're when like we can meet up, too. and based on that, like. So I want to kind of form a pattern of when we record and then kind of based on that figure out an upload pattern date. So like I make sure that none of these are like uploaded within a day of when we 
are doing them for now. Um, and so, and our goal is to be a little bit more behind. I know more people seem to want to watch us live. Because the number one reason people don't stick around is just they haven't seen what we're doing yet. Like, we're not yeah. going to wait a full month, but, like, I also want to, like, not have these being recorded, like, two days after movies come out either. Well, yeah, we don't want to do that. And Unless so, we do just a spoiler-free one, and it's like, ugh. That's which, 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, those are, yeah. Like, and we're not gonna we're not going to do those live because it's 40 fucking seconds. It's, yeah. it's a quickie. We do when we post it up. So, and that's another thing I want to try and do is, like, get better about, like, Get those, even if you come over for five minutes, like, hey, we got to record this real quick. I'll just send Great. you a voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it in the background. Hey, just have you, just call, I'll call you and put you on speakerphone. They'll be like, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, good. I fucking good. hated this movie. So, yeah, so thank you. If you want to check out our spoiler-free reviews, which are going to be hilarious going forward, those are on, uh, <laughs> those are exclusively on our YouTube channel. And uh, thank you, honestly, for anyone who listens on any platform that we're on now. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Um... Y'all chill. Let's see. Gotta pull up. I love that I can just do this on my phone. I want to buy one of these eventually, but a stream deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is so cheap per month that I'm okay just doing this for now. Cool. Um. So yeah, that's that's all that. Anything else you can think of? Bye. All right. Beatbox <laughs> us out. <laughs>